and one welcome to all of our uh, lovely, incredible, talented friends. I just, um, like, I'm so sorry. Huh? <laughs> I just went bonk. Nah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> just yeah. making sure you guys What's up, guys? Welcome back to a Time to Talk. Soundcheck. I am your host, AJ. And uh, yeah, we're uh, going to continue on, guys. As we talked about last week, we closed a chapter, and uh, this chapter, man, we're making preparations to go back to Walmart. We got to go ahead and uh, retake that wall. We need to go ahead and seal that breach. We got to go ahead and uh, finally deal with some unfinished business, right? A lot of unfinished business, and there's going to be some new business that we're going to go ahead and encounter over at the wall, because there's a certain somebody that's waiting for him. And uh, I am Brunette Zeke, but we have Blonde Zeke's waiting. And he's a uh, Zeke. He kicked Rhino's ass and was like, "No, we mm. are staying. We are staying here. I know you want to go back home, Rhino. I can see it all over your face. You're done. You've lost. You're defeated. I don't even know who you are anymore. Are you a warrior or are you a soldier?" And Rhino's like, I, "I'm a loser. I just want to go home." <laughs> and then he's like, "All right, I'll tell you what. If you can kick my ass, we'll go home." And then the next scene we literally always see is just Rhina's freaking just defeated corpse of a Titan body. Face is like just there, yeah, absolutely, yeah. He he literally is missing part of his like face because like the like Zeke just beat the shit out of him to where his armor is gone. Armor is off on him. Yeah, and then chipped away his mask. All Birdie can do is just Rhina, 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 talk to me, Rhina, Rhina. Meanwhile, Uh, Zeke's like. And then Zeke's just walking, boom, 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 lunging around with his ab gut. Yeah. And then he just crouches down while you're just Jungle like the, the wind. Yeah, <laughs> while you're just the wind, just. <laughs> and then just looking over. And as you look up, you see that terrifying monkey. Which I get why Bertolt didn't get involved because he he doesn't stand a chance because not like he's going to be able to, to nuke. Yeah. You know, this Titan. Without yeah. giving you know? away their location. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's not going to work. You'd be like, well, that's approximately over at Shigachina. Okay, there. well, they're waiting for us over there. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Um, no, it's not uh, a trap if you are if you know it's a trap. It's exactly. a face-off. Yes, 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 it's exactly. Oh, shout out to the Admiral Akbars out there. Where is that it's from? What I just said? Yeah. Gardens of the Galaxy 3. Yes. Oh, okay, that's why I said something Okay, there you isn't go. That, isn't that what Drax says? It's, no, it's, 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 it's cool what Coyle keeps trying to say. Yes. It's, it's not a trap. Guy. You know it's a trap. Being like, it's, it's a, a trap. Face-off. And like, I know it's a trap. <laughs> so it's a face-off. And it, like they say that to him like the entire time. And then like the actual dude is like, why would you walk in here knowing that it's a trap? Like this was so easy. And he's like, it's not a trap while he's being yeah, held back. While he's being it's held a back, face-off. Yeah. While, while he's been detained and you think they're going to go ahead and capture him and keep him held prisoner and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, shout out to the Guardians out there. But um, Shout out to Peter Quill. They both can happen at the same time, though. A face-off and a trap? For example, like this with AOT, right? I would totally imagine that Aaron and the others are anticipating Ryan and Bert to be waiting for them. Mm-hmm. However, the trap is that they're not alone. Yeah. Mr. Monkey Man is there, too. Yeah. So it's a face-off. <laughs> so it's a monkey. face-off <laughs> with Ryan and Bertold, but it's a trap because you're like, wait, I wasn't expecting the, the monkey man, the monkey here. and his wall of titans, you know? Like, literally, you're going to go ahead and see, like, uh, it's it's such a cool moment, too, because just when you think you go back to the walls and everything's so quiet and stuff, and they finally find, I mean, getting ahead of myself, but they finally find the threats, and all of a sudden, just bunch of lightning, bunch of, like, Transformations are happening, Fourth and all July. these eyes or what are just next. You know, like ah, oh, crap. Okay, well, okay. There's only one way out, there's and no we have to fight our way through. 
anyways, guys, it's all good stuff, and I can't wait for us to go ahead and get yes. in-depth uh, um, conversations about it. But in this episode, we're going to be continuing on Season 3, Episode 12. This is uh, Night of the Battle to Retake the Wall. And this is Part 1 of our episode breakdown and discussions. And uh, joining us live here in chat is we have our friend, our good friend, Josh. I repent. Hello, and Josh, Josh, you were on fire last Howdy. week, my yes. friend. You were absolutely on fire. And uh, we are so uh, just ecstatic whenever our friends join us. And uh, man, it was such an awesome pod. And you were just again on fire with all these different uh cool little moments that you're out there putting in chat so many awesome perspectives and stuff you know and that's what uh we enjoy and um, told aj like twice after we were done i was like i need to sit in a room with josh yeah for like, yeah for like an hour and a half yeah and just conversate absolutely and I was like i was so invested in what you were saying i was like yes <laughs> yeah, yes i love it there's a lot of good stuff so shout out to you josh shout out to all of our other friends that join us live because again it's a lot of fun talking to you guys but here with me in person i have my two friends and uh i let them go to introduce themselves so uh, starting with you how are you and who Hello. are you <laughs> i am lexi yeah and i'm doing swell you're doing swell like like it like it and then of course we have a friend zach and zach i want to ask you uh well i said your name but you can go ahead and say who you are and also i want to ask you how the hell are you the hell i am great <laughs> <laughs> the hell i am great um, I'm doing good. It's yeah. National Cinema Day. Ooh, so I already got my cool. $4 movie ticket. Any Regal or AMC or like major cinema distributors, $4 movie tickets. Work. So I got my movie ticket to go see Grand Turismo. I'm super excited. Nice. Because I'm a huge Formula One guy. But other than that, it's a pretty mellow day. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. It's so hot. Other than that, it's yeah, good. yeah, it's a it's a warm one out there. And then for so any of you guys hot. that are uh, that are here live with us over on this Sunday, and you guys want to go and catch a film after the pod, mm-hmm. there you go. Zach just said yep. National Cinema Day. So hot though, it's almost as if I'm like, aha. Says, says bro, so Grand Turismo yes, was thank so you. good. Yes. Oh my God, do you guys know what it's about? Uh, yeah, it's uh, well, roughly. I, I kind of just know that it's based on a, a true events, right? It's based on uh, um, uh, a person who is very. They're really, really good at the game, right? And yeah. then uh, I don't know details and everything and stuff. All I know is that um, Hopper was like, "Hey, join the crew. Go ahead, <laughs> yeah, go yeah. ahead and learn how to race. I don't even know his name. I'm just go ahead and Hopper. let him just go through all the different stimulations of just learning and all the training and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And the, it's like so uh, yeah. adrenaline and running and whatever and, and stuff, you know. And then uh, we don't know, and we're gonna find out if they're they're cut out for it. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. basically, it's because. A lot of the racers in Formula One do use the game as practice because mm. it's very. That's an insane concept, right? I know, right? It's very, it's very in depth to the yeah. point where you can even change like the softness of your tires, the air pressure, things like that. Wow, little pieces. So there's a lot of details over in the game. Yes, very attention. It's not to just as straightforward as select your car, choose the map. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's select like your Mario difficulty Kart. and all of the all manual of the or automatic are based yeah. off real tracks as well. Really. So that's so cool. Like I, I'm very big on the game. I still play it all the time at home. But one re, one thing that comes to mind is when I went to Anime Expo in like 2019, yeah. they had the rigs. They had all of the rigs set up where the chair moved as you turned. Oh wow! The wheel. Yeah. And so they actually use it for training purposes. And this kid is just so good at the game where they were like, "Well, let's bring the best Grand Turismo players and see if we can make a racer out of them." Yeah. And. Everyone failed except for this one dude. I'm not going to name his name. If you don't know his name, watch the movie. But you can go ahead and he actually passes that test and then he becomes a legitimate Formula One racer. Wow. Yeah, and that's he's actually crazy. really good at it, too. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Can you imagine, though? Like, okay, Well, real quick, before I go ahead and jump to my, my kind of uh, hypothetical question here. But, I mean, Josh is here saying that 
people need to see it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best movies that he has seen this year. He said, shit made me cry. Mm-hmm. And he says, I was on the edge of my seat and I'm not even a car person or I've never even played the game. And that's... that's it's just a yeah. well-made movie in general. Yeah. And if you know those extra little bits of knowledge about like Formula One or about the game, it just makes it that much better. But either way, it's still an amazing watch. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's super cool, man. It's cool that you're seeing that um, after the pod. And um, to what you said about somebody being a, so good at a certain video game that like in real life, they're like, oh, let's go ahead and let's see if they're made to go or if, yeah. if they have what it takes to go ahead and Translate do that. Translate to... Can you imagine like, if that was like uh, the real thing. like COD or something like that? Where they're just like, damn, this person's KD ratio. This person baby. is so freaking good at, you know, in, in COD. And all of a sudden they're like, hey, uh, want to go ahead and join the, you know, the yeah. military? Do you want to go ahead and join there? That's Whatever. Sure, where, I can see the, that. Where's the UAVs and where's my loot creek? <laughs> yeah. I can see that being more authentic with like Rainbow Six Siege. Because that's a much slower paced game yeah. where it's like more authentic. Like it's one shot headshot. Like doesn't matter. If you get in the head, you're done so. Yeah. yeah. But I could totally see them being like, you're good at Rainbow Six Siege. You want to join the Navy? <laughs> you want to join the FBI? Want to do it in real life? You know, it's funny. I've always thought about like we even kind of mentioned with uh, over at the Anime Expo with Grand, uh, you know, just racing games in general and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because you see them out there now and how technology is and stuff with gaming, especially over in arcades and stuff. They make it more the experiences. They try to make more it as real as possible, right? Yeah. So then when you're racing and the car's moving, it even gives you the kind of like the, um, the sensations of, of the breeze and stuff, you know, and and, and all that. Um, and obviously they do that with with uh, like horror games as well stuff. They go and they mm-hmm. make sure that you're in this kind of enclosed yeah, like dark an interactive experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or um, yeah, augmented reality. But can you imagine with like first person shooters or, or like any kind of shooting game where like you they have you put on this kind of like full on suit, like a vest right? and everything that, that senses pain sensors. Oh, so no, that I know there's something about this shot, out there. there all there of a sudden you literally you feel like a shock like oh, whatever and stuff like that or and you know and any time out laser whatever tag, for a little bit connected to your oh pain my sensors. gosh like laser tag but it actually have, shocks you to where it paralyzes you i'm pretty sure they have controllers uh, that do that that shock you when you know i game. mean if you go ahead and you're getting headshot all of a sudden your head just like oh you get a headache think of oh, like yeah. sort of on headaches like you feel it yeah, you feel it in your like, body it's yeah. very real yeah and that's the imagine you get shot in the dome and you just have this major headache for the rest of the day two hours yeah Yeah, that's what josh said said, wish sword art online was real no i do not yeah and did you watch sword art online (laughs) i wish it was real where i could go in and out and not die and not like you know have it stuck to my brain i think i don't we might have speculated this in the podcast but i don't know if we have maybe we just talked about it kind of on the side stuff like early on when before we had the pod but like think about just if you were to do like you know vr but if it was like legit vr and stuff you know and uh Again, you would have to obviously have stuff with controllers and stuff, you know, as well. But just a virtual experience of being a scout and just going and using your, like, ODM gear and stuff like that, you know, I think, and all I that. think me and you have talked about this because yeah. someone made a VR game. Yeah. Well, you sent me something recently, and it was a video that I think it's, uh, it has, like, 1.5 million views, which is super cool over on YouTube, but about some guy actually made his own ODM gear. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was so badass. So, yeah, it's, I it's was insane. like, what the hell? But can you imagine a game like that, though? Like, an actual legit game and stuff where if you go ahead and you're putting on this virtual reality kind of headset and stuff, you know, when you have it attached to you with the controllers and everything, and then you're just able to go ahead and use, you know, and obviously you see stuff too where it's like you're literally almost on that kind of like this treadmill looking thing where you can go ahead and kind of move around and stuff, you know, yeah. and all that. I've seen those. It's like the little circle that yeah, you're, you're like strapped in so that you can keep like running, but like how you're cool on. would that be? How cool would that be if you can go ahead and literally run, right? 
all of a sudden you're like seeing Titans around you and stuff, right? And you have to go ahead and 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 strategically, obviously, and you have to go ahead and be accurate with your kind of ODM rig and stuff like that, you know, and all that and stuff. And and obviously, as you're watching it, it gives you kind of like like health. It gives you kind of like you know how much. Uh, fuel you have left and yeah. stuff you know the durability of your blades and whatnot and stuff like you know like that would be incredible and you had like cables and everything so when you did use ODM gear it would just lift you up and you yeah. would be oh shit I suspend you and stuff like yeah. that you know and all of a sudden you get to go ahead and kind of like yeah that'd it be even cool like yeah. You're, yeah you're flying yeah and then all yeah, of a sudden and how cool to be is again if you're out there you're going you're doing your thing you're with your squad and all of a sudden off the distance you see oh shit that's Captain Levi you know and you're yeah. kind of just there and stuff you know and if it was like good graphics and stuff that'd be so cool it's kind of like how Disney does like their like their rides but like it's just like this thing that just like it's just like on a swivel and it can move up or move down and yeah. it feels like you're on a ride yeah. like how they do with like that one Star Wars ride or they yeah. do it with they do it with they a do couple it over of things Universal yeah as well too. Yeah, yeah and at Universal yeah. yeah like if they did that where like you're not really moving you're moving like a couple inches but it feels like you're like soaring through the yeah sky. yeah that'd be cool just uh, you That'd know, be awesome. we're not quite there yet, but I think it's only a matter of time before we even get to that part. You yeah. know, just where and there's gaming. not going to be arcades aren't going to be a thing anymore. Arcades are now going to be like augmented reality. Like, yeah, like, wow, yeah. Jesus, uh, <laughs> oh imagine police with the anti-personnel ODM gear with the guns. Oh my no god, no way. As if they're not scary. I enough. know. Can you imagine? Okay, first and foremost, with that point though, right? Just think about the power complex that police would have. Yeah. Knowing that they had like such gear, yeah. such weaponry, to where like it's too I much power for the average man to have. <laughs> yeah. Too much power for the average man. Honestly, to have. if if a police if police had ODM gear, I really do think that it would limit it would limit crime activity. Cause like, how are you gonna escape someone that's flying at you? Yeah, I don't know. Like people would think twice about like we car just jacking. get ODM versus car chase. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then again, that'd be cool to go ahead and just see shoot, visually. Shoot, their, shoot your ODM cable through like the car, and then like. Bring yourself to the car. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Full on Batman stuff right there. No, you know, it literally really is. Bring yourself to the car, point, land really on top is. of the car, and now you're just like, pull over! I said, pull over! Yeah, you, <laughs> you grab the wheel see. yourself. <laughs> the freaking driver on top is just ding, 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 trying to go, you know, and stuff. And uh, man, I yeah, think the police training would be a little different. Oh yeah, for sure. It would definitely be more like the. I might actually like consider the considering the four. <laughs> it would definitely be more like scout training. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, uh, thought. Thank you for that, Josh. Aim for the yeah. nape of their neck. Every time <laughs> wow it'd be crazy but, um yeah it's all that's all interesting stuff to go ahead and kind of just think about for sure but um yeah guys you guys on the drill uh, we got to warn you guys about spoiler talk um yeah i mean it happens every single episode it feels like we love to go ahead and talk about uh whenever we come across episodes where something is so important to what happens later on in the story we have to talk about it everything's you know? always connected it's always connected even with last week when we kind of just uh started hearing some details about the past and hearing more details and more clarity and even just a better idea on who maybe grisha is as a person we were obviously speculating about him being mm -hmm. a, a master manipulator as well uh him Cause obviously he is because he is him obviously uh, uh, knowing a lot more than what obviously people perceive and that's something that you can tell right away from from watching the episodes but you don't necessarily know oh shit how much he knows how yeah. much he's seen how much memories or or visuals or just you know again past or or future right how it just affects him and to the point where like we talked about it like he was really in this like like i said he was in this glazed state of mind yeah where he was just like you could tell like he was all like, right i'm done with, with this information let's go ahead and let's let's move on and stuff you know and uh i have to pass along this power and uh and yeah it's 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 so much and again we kind of talk about like i'm only using this kind of um 
this uh, example, but we talked about, you know, the police and ODM gear. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being a human, being a person, being a doctor, right? And then being a Titan user, right? And then getting this task of like being warned, you're going to be a Titan user. Mm-hmm. Not just that. You're going to go ahead and steal from the royal family the founding ability. Mm-hmm. And once you acquire that ability, and we see, obviously, uh, we're going to go and talk about it in the future, but just the toll and just the absolute what, what it takes for him to go ahead and do that. He literally has to go ahead and get pushed by future Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he does it. He comes out of this absolutely a changed person, right? And uh, having the weight of all of those kills he just literally did like yeah. killing literally children right killing a mother yeah. pulling an right? Anakin Skywalker and then just how it changed him mentally right and that's when we even had talked about it but it's like man let's not forget that before he even gets Aaron to go ahead and do that that transition yeah he had just he had experienced that like what I just we talked about family and he had just seen Zeke right and, yeah and, and the one thing that I wanted to I thought of this afterwards. Yeah. And like to kind of play devil's advocate to what I was saying last week. Cause I still firmly believe that Grisha knows all. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like Grisha knows pretty much everything. But to play devil's advocate, he very well could have had that glazed look on his face when he got to Aaron. Cause he was at the point where he was like, I'm just ready to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, can you imagine too? Like, like I just lost my wife. I and this is like my second like, wife. Devil's mm-hmm. advocate, as in he did love Carlos. Like I lost yeah. my second wife. I've lost my son. Lost your I've, will to just even live. I've lost live, my will to live. Mm-hmm. So like, fuck it, Aaron, just eat me and let's get this over. But can with. you also imagine like, you go ahead and you see this person, and you realize that this person has been manipulating me the entire time, future Aaron, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're like. I'm going to give him and you go ahead this power to do it right now. And maybe you have a certain kind of emotion towards that person. Maybe you have a little bit of disdain, a little bit of hatred and a little bit of of obviously he's, he's uh you know, he's very caught off guard, but again, like I said, maybe there's some hatred, right? And then you go ahead and you find that same person as a child. Right? How are you going to feel when you be like Damn, this little shit got me. It's like me, the you know? like kill yeah. baby Hitler question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. He got me, man. He baby got Hitler me. Hitler did what nothing do wrong. Do you know? we kill baby Hitler? Yeah, exactly. And uh, and and you know, so at that point, maybe Greece is just like, hey, re- respect. <laughs> you know, let's just get this over you with. Because I'm done. You little shit. Yeah, you got me. You got me. All right, here, just take it and let me die already. You know, uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Josh here says interesting. I remember when I first started listening to you guys on the on Spotify. I thought you guys were watching the episodes for the first time and then doing the podcast. So I was shocked. Like, how do they know that? And um, he thought that we were just like all knowing, super smart. <laughs> no. I am Aaron Yeager. <laughs> I have the memories. No. Uh, so, or, so early on um, with the podcast, uh, we probably had seen it at least two times because some of those early episodes and stuff, you know, I remember uh, for me watching it, experiencing it for the first time and stuff, you know, and then, um, like, I, I've been on record to say that, for me, like, anime was something that I was reintroduced to by, by Lex. Mm-hmm. And this was during a quarantine. And um, and so she uh, introduced me to, uh, again, anime again, starting with My Hero, and then we moved on to Tokyo Ghoul. And then, uh, with Lexi realizing that Attack on Titan Season 3 is going to go ahead and be uh, starting up, uh, she was like, hey, I want you to watch Attack on Titan. Yeah. Right? And you'd, you'd gone up to Season 2, right? 
Mm-hmm. And so we go in, we watch season one and season two. So for me, watching for the first time, you watching it uh, uh, through a second time, you know, and, mm-hmm. and again, just re like. Because it had been a while. Yeah, because I remember you said that you started watching that when you were in like middle school, yeah. season one, right? And so yeah. for you, you're watching this again with like the mindset of like, oh, reminding yourself, but you're also worth seeing like, oh, so it was kind of there in front of my yeah, face this whole time, yeah, right? Yeah. But now you were also watching it with me experiencing for the first time. So you were kind of like, all right, how is AJ going to go ahead and, ex- and, and react yeah. to certain kind of big moments and stuff, you know? And I can't like and tell you anything. No. And then, uh, like, did he die? Did he yeah, die? Yeah. And be like, yeah, sucks on, yeah. he's dead. And then so we would go <laughs> ahead and, and, and we got caught up over season three. We started watching and stuff together, watching it live and stuff. And then, uh, and again, all the excitement and stuff. And, and we were so in love with it and so invested they were like damn all right let's go and let's get dad to start watching it and stuff yeah. so next thing we're watching it with dad and then now i'm in that role with lexi where it's like okay i gotta go ahead and uh, kind of keep it cool not spoil anything but i also want to see the reaction and stuff yeah, you know and see how dad reacts to this and then it's really cool and then we knew that we got dad hooked as soon as he reacted to aaron's death because aaron was his favorite from yeah aaron was his favorite Aaron was his guy and then as soon as we hear dad do that oh shit yeah moment like he's like no way yeah you know, did and then uh, for anybody that did watches just... Game of Thrones, that's one thing we kind of did tell Dad. We're like, I'm telling you, Dad, like, you got to watch this because, like, ah, I don't watch the animated stuff. Mm-hmm. And then tell him, like, look, you're going to like this one. You know, and, and it's kind of in a way similar to Game of Thrones in the sense where it's like, don't get attached. Anything yeah. can happen to these characters. Yeah. And then as soon as that happened to his favorite character, <laughs> that's when he was like, damn, wow, you're right. Like, it was yeah. like Game of Thrones. Like, wow. You know, just when you think certain characters are untouchable. And then, uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a cool moment. But so, yeah, we'd, we'd seen it already a, a handful of times um, before we started the podcast. So, yeah, I think that, again, this podcast was created because we had seen Attack on Titan already a handful of times, you know. And uh, just the three of us would go and literally just spiral into conversations. Oh, my God. About mm-hmm. something that happens as something that early on in the story and how crucial and important it is later on in the story like there's so many times where we spiral so I'm like you know what let's just create a podcast and then here we are you know doing it and uh who would have thought yeah who would have thought talk so much yeah and uh interesting Josh says uh well awesome too he said he made his mom watch it good call so I hope yeah. that your mom liked it yeah attack on titans for the people yeah 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 exactly mm-hmm. you know and if, if for anybody that goes and gives it an opportunity um I think they're they're gonna enjoy it for some I will say that People don't like to be, especially in episode one, people don't like to see gore, don't like mm-hmm. to see stuff crazy and all that, you know. Giant or, naked people. And when you see, like, again, the moment where, you know, Carla dies, mm-hmm. that could be drawing for people who are like, okay, well, I, this isn't my cup of tea. Like, I don't like this kind of stuff, you know, and, and, and you know, teach their own, right? Um, but then you got people who, when they watch, you know, like, oh, damn, this is really good. And uh, it is. It's great. And Josh says he's rewatched this show maybe seven to nine times. And That's I'm going to rewatch crazy. it before the final special comes out. Yeah, absolutely. And and for us, we've only seen really season four once, right? Maybe we have rewatched it only because when the dub was coming out. Mm-hmm. Like we had, we we had watched, watched it, it watched in live both. time when it was getting, you know, mm-hmm. released and watching it subbed. But then when it came out dubbed, you know, we did, we watched it and stuff because for us, um, at least for me, you know, I prefer dub. Don't come at me. 
but that's only because I have a short attention span. <laughs> yeah. That's only because I need to go ahead and... Uh, Especially with Attack on Titan, you got to get every single thing in there. So if yeah. I'm too busy reading, yeah. I got to get... I got to understand... You got to have the ultimate shotting on. Yeah, I got to yeah. understand how, like what's going on my, while my, he's saying it, the tone that he's using to say it, and yeah. like what is being... Like I had There's to a lot of emotion of involved, you know, like you said. But also, too, for me, like... I can't be focusing over on words. I need to go ahead and, and really for, for, and again, like you said, for this specific anime, you know, there's already, and, and we've already, we're in, we're in so deep already with this mm -hmm. that we already know just like the in and out and just the details of a lot of these characters and a lot of their stories, a lot of their developments and stuff, right? And what makes them them and stuff, you know, to now the point where I'm like, all right, one, I need to be seeing what is happening what's changing you know these characters and the continuing their story and stuff you know I, I can't be focusing over on the words you know but obviously i at the same time i can't let a few weeks go by and wait for dub i need to yeah. go ahead and watch it so you know it's like okay that's why i go ahead and watch both and uh there's a lot of times for me when i see it dubbed i'm like oh okay now okay okay you yeah. know and stuff like that like so, i understand it way more that way yeah uh, yeah, Josh says, I wish my friends loved the show as much as I, as much as me. I would have loved to do a podcast, but this is just as good. Yeah. I mean, again, this is how this podcast was created is because, you know, us just being, you know, huge fans of Attack on Titan and stuff, you know, and just anime in general. Like, we would go ahead and talk about a lot of different stuff. You see what me and Zach, we go ahead and we talk yeah. about One Piece and stuff, you Everything. know? So, I, obviously, I got to go ahead and yes, give, uh, yes, I got to go ahead and give do. kudos over to, to Zach for introducing me to One Piece. And it, it, it took some serious convincing, for sure. It took me a minute, but I you chipped know? him away. Uh, <laughs> it happened, and, uh, and it. to the point where now, here's where we're at. If you want to go ahead and show the camera <laughs> what we're, what, uh, I'm so excited. Oh, well, yeah. we got purchased and stuff, and uh, something I kind of talked about, but uh, off AJ's hall. But uh, but yeah, so I am at this point now where uh, literally I I have now uh, manga and stuff that I have I bought. Um, but wait, there's more, there's <laughs> and then there will be more. There's one more that's uh, arriving next week. The, the first box, right? The yeah, the first box. First yeah, that one is Skypea and Water Seven, and the the other one is what. Again, it is Thriller Bark to New Thriller World. Bark, yeah, New World, and so um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get the volumes one through what whatever. Coming, you but what's crazy is this this box set, Thriller Bark to New World, mm -hmm. is absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, dude. And again, you know, uh, me and Zach, we go ahead and we uh, try to uh, work on just voice acting and stuff, you know, because mm -hmm. we do aspire to go ahead and do that and just acting in general. And uh, and so we've been doing My Hero Academia manga and uh, going through a lot of different awesome scenes and stuff and, and uh, trying out a lot of different character voices. And so uh, it's going to be fun now for us to do both, be able to do My Hero and also like, hey, I'm I want to do some characters excited. over in One Piece. So um, yeah, just to go ahead and again, kind of uh, broaden our, our range of, of, of characters. So, um, but yeah. So cool. Good stuff, guys. <clears throat> um, you guys know we go ahead and we, we, we need to go ahead and talk about uh, the Q&A in the poll. Um, we do that every single week. And uh, Zach's looking at blurry vision. Good stuff there. Um, something you, you said, Zach, about Grisha. Saying that we can assume that Grisha has seen all, right? It's actually something we asked in the, yeah. the Q&A, right? Mm -hmm. It's something we actually talked about last week. And uh, and so we asked our friends. And Ooh. I'm excited to see what, what they said. 
Um, so without further ado, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let Lexi take it away and uh, she can decide which one she wants to start with. Yeah, I'm actually going to start with the Q&A. Beautiful. So Ooh. last week we asked you guys, uh, do you think that Grisha knew that it was uh, Dinah who ate Carla? Mm. Which I asked while you were emptying your little baby bladder. Yeah, you had this question and then later yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, oh, hold on, ask the question to Zach. I'm going to be right back. Yeah. I was like, do you think? And then you were like, hold on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, me and Zach will talk about it then. And then you yeah. came back in and you were like, what was the question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you repeat that for yes. me, sir? Yeah. But yeah, so because like like we said before, like Grisha had just gone through this whole like he just he just took the founding titan from this royal family, committed all this murder after having all this knowledge about outside the walls. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. obviously saw Aaron future Aaron manipulating him, telling him to do it, and then just saw like he just like went through like the most mentally like like the craziest visions, yeah. Like of knowing that, like what is going on. Like he, pro like he, we were saying that he probably knows, like the end, that like the end game. He probably saw the rumbling. He probably saw everything that was planning on happening, and that he knows that he. He must have, to if he, especially if he gave that warning to Zeke. Like he must have, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. like he's probably seen the whole rumbling and like knows what the broad plan is. Mm -hmm. And then when he goes to Aaron and asks him, like, "Where's your mom?" and like goes to that current Aaron at the time, asks, "Where's your mom?" and then. Um, says uh, a titan came and ate her, and like Zach was saying, had the very glazed look. Yeah. Um, we, we were wondering, does does Grisha know all of the details? Knowing, like, he probably already knew that Carla was dead, or unless he didn't, or does he know how she died? So yeah. I wanted to pose a question. Yeah, it's a good. Does question. he know that Dinah, his ex-wife? <laughs> Was the it was the Titan that ate his current wife, yeah. Carla. Did the monkey mommy eat the attack mommy? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, very, very interesting. I, if I remember correctly, I think, Zach, you had mentioned it's like maybe he kind of knew what the idea of just using the motivation tool, right, to Aaron and being like, where's your mother? Knowing that she's gone, knowing that he was going to say that, and then he was going to yeah. be like, look, you, need to, you will avenge her. Yeah. Will, and that's now kind of like planting the seed in his mind, little Aaron, right, of just like... Because you have you to know, realize, why would he... He needs that motivation. And why would Grisha want this outcome? Like, he already saw Aaron. He knows Aaron's in control and pulling the strings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then what's the point in him further feeding into young Aaron and getting this malice into young Aaron of, like, avenging people? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no reason for him to say that. Like, I feel like if he hadn't interacted with Aaron, he wouldn't be saying that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a point. great point. Um, so we wanted to know what you guys, the... Uh, Attack the Talk fam had to say. Mm -hmm. So first response is actually in the response of a photo from Hater Xenon, a.k.a. I Repent, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Josh, You're joining us here right now. Hello, right. Josh. What's the picture? Um, I wonder if I can make this, make this bigger. <laughs> he sends a photo of a questioning monkey and says, me. If you guys can see that, I don't know if you guys can see that very well. That's but so it's a, adorable. It's a confused little monkey, and he says, "Me don't know." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, this is uh, like Lexi said. I mean, Grisha already saw a lot. He um, he experienced a lot. Obviously, acquiring that founding titan ability, mm -hmm. and uh, he was kind of uh, in a kind of way atoning for his sins with seeing Zeke again. And realizing that he wasn't the best father. He was just more of like a drill sergeant to him, right? 
mm-hmm. and he was on this mission mm-hmm. and he kind of just had Zeke go along with this and stuff. Zeke had to go ahead and kind of, you know, prove himself to his father and stuff. And it was all difficult stuff for, for a kid to do. And, uh, and then, yeah, it's just Grisha who knows all that he saw. This was an interesting question. And again, there's no way for us to even kind of have any answer to yeah, it. Yeah, to know. Yeah. You know? And this is purely speculation. Until we finally get Isayama to sit down with him. Yeah, episode. yeah. And then uh, we just question him for yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then to kind of go off what Jessica Joss said, he didn't want it, especially after killing the family, he begged Zeke to stop that psycho. Mm-hmm. Then if he's begging Zeke to stop him, then why is he... That kind of like goes... I totally get what you're saying, but I feel like that goes to further my point where it's like, then why would he tell Aaron to avenge his mom to begin with? Because mm-hmm. that's what's going to set him on this path of... I hate Titans. Yeah. Then why give Aaron the power of the attack and founding when he knows he could stop it all by just not giving it to Aaron? Like he could essentially just break the loop. Yeah. yeah and then I just wonder if there is some sort of, like you said, uh, but Aaron's probably just forcing him to do it. You said loop. I wonder if there's some sort of like loophole to being the founding Titan and, and, uh, and what it does to the person and for all we know, maybe Grisha knew that he wasn't able to, one, just kind of hold this power for an extended period of time. And who knows what it would have done to him. Again, we yeah. don't even know the details. All we know is that, like, for the users, that obviously, because you have such amount of power that it takes so much of your body, right, to where we saw somebody like, you know, Udi mm-hmm. live out his entire 13-year span as the founding and it it drastically aged him. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so we don't know and that's him being a royal family. We don't know what this is going to do to somebody who isn't supposed to have it, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. and like again with the Aaron. side effects could be. Yeah, and Aaron, I mean, he has just recently acquired this founding ability and now he's like obviously very quickly trying to complete his plan. You know, so yeah. again, we don't know what it's going to do to the body. We don't know what it's going to go ahead and do to you mentally as well and stuff, you know. Um, but that's and what confuses also, me, too, yeah, about Grisha. It could be also that, too, that, like, maybe Grisha saw older Aaron, who obviously already has yeah. both founding and attack. I was like, well, at least he knows how to use it. Better him than someone who doesn't know how to use it. Like, maybe Grisha was like, there could be a better chance at stopping Aaron while he has it compared to if someone else who we don't know about got it mm-hmm. and now wields this power and could do even more damage. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, again, it's one of so, those things where it's like, man, like maybe so like you All the more plausible is just all up in the air on which yeah. one it really is. Maybe the best thing he could do in that moment was to, again, just warn Zeke and, and just leave it up to them to be able to go and stop Aaron, you know? And uh, and yeah, I don't know. It, it's what's got, what's got me confused is the fact that like if Grisha has seen things play out, right? Then it's like he is the person who is giving Aaron that strength, giving him mm-hmm. that power. So why go through with it? And that's mm-hmm. one thing that's kind of interesting to me, you know. But again, we don't know the full yeah, details. That's why I'm saying like it's it. Grisha might see it easier to manage if it's in Aaron's hands than if yeah. someone, some random stranger, got it who has a completely different agenda. Yeah. Or again, like for him, like why didn't he just keep it? You know, we don't. I know. I think he just wanted to die. In all honesty. Yeah. I think he was just. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm over it. I like that uh, what Josh is saying in chat. He says he knows it's predestined, so there wasn't any point in going against it. It would happen no matter what. No matter what. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he also says what's driving Grisha entirely is saving Eldia. Aaron doesn't give a damn about Eldia, just just his people and destroying the outside land and wiping it clean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, but maybe Christian was like, there's no point. I'm, I I don't want to go through all this anymore. It's already predestined. So yeah, I mean, there's no I point in me trying to... I don't have suicide. enough fight left in me. As we go through Grisha's story, and I mean, we are going to go ahead and see that he has dealt with, he has, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's lived a life of a lot of uh, tragedy and stuff, starting from when he was a kid, obviously losing his sister to mm-hmm. where, you know, he... he goes and he finds love and then all of a sudden everything his home and and his 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 wife and and people around him and and his allies they they get you know ripped away from him and then he goes into the wall in into the walls and stuff you know he finds love and then all of a sudden he realizes maybe it's an endless cycle of just whatever i do no matter what i do there's always going to be death around you know like no matter everything that i love every every it in in one way or another it's all going to get ripped away from me Mm -hmm. you know and uh and yeah again it's a shitty thing to happen to anybody but he's not the only person obviously we've talked about so many other characters that have lost yeah. significant loss and uh and um poor levi yeah it's it sucks but josh thank you for the response and for the funny picture yeah thank you for but the josh call. is explaining himself over in chat so we, we are getting some answers from josh yeah mm-hmm. yeah thank you thank you josh yeah. for joining us um so thank you for your response next we have from eden bali mm. uh hello eden says nah <laughs> nah. Yeah. Uh, and then thank you for that. <laughs> and then we have from Shiny Lorantis. He has two responses. Okay. Um, they say, I think if they if he did know, he probably. Well, let me let me start that again. Mm-hmm. I think if he did know, he probably would have seen it through Aaron's memories. And then his second, their second response says, when he ate slash made contact with the founding Titan. Mm-hmm. So Shiny Lorantis is basically saying that. He would have seen it through the memories. Yeah, Grisha would have seen it through Aaron's memories yeah, when making contact or when he ate the founding type. Yeah. And again, it kind of goes to your point too where he's kind of seen, you know, events play out and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you got to think though that for him, Grisha, because he obviously witnessed his ex-wife transform right in front of his face, right? That yeah. Had he seen her again in that Titan form, he would recognize her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he would. So again, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, and again, that that visual is something that probably haunts him. You know, mm-hmm. like can you imagine somebody that you love deeply mm-hmm. and caring about, care about so much, and then like your first love, and then they they turn into this monster. That monster is going to be an image that is going to continue to haunt you and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, especially when, if it's eating your second love. We don't yeah. know if he actually loved her, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Real quick, Josh is also bringing some good points. When he's starting with the Attack Titan, going back to Aaron, but he says the Attack Titan is Aaron's will. So no matter who has the Attack Titan, they are driven by Aaron's will. Okay. And uh, that's an interesting thing. Again, that's kind of the theory about uh, Aaron Kruger feeling, for whatever reason, like obligated to give it to this specific person to tell him about certain things, details, and dropping specific names. Right, and again for for that to happen, I think that all just goes from where the story's going to end, right, to Aaron being this strong person, to Aaron somehow, again, planting seeds in the past to ensure that everything goes right, mm-hmm. you know, and it's such a weird like cycle, and. Quite frankly, it hurts my mind trying to go ahead and pause it. I know. It yeah, yeah. I was trying you to know? go through all this. I'm going like, but 
all over. When you have to go all the way back and you have to go ahead and remember current events and how they yeah. play out and be like, okay. But they already know affect? about those events, but yeah. they don't know about these yeah. certain events, but these events haven't happened yet, but they know that they're going to happen. And <laughs> Yeah. And then also to, uh, to the last uh, response that we got, mm-hmm. Josh is saying that uh, I think that he's only able, talking about Grisha, he's only able to see the future if the future holder allows them to see it. So Frida wouldn't be able to do that. In my opinion. In my opinion, yeah. Frida. Yeah, I don't know if Frida. Yeah, I don't think Frida would have been able to. Mm-hmm. But I think that if I think that maybe if specific people come in contact with the founding, that they are able to see certain memories that are meant for them. That are that it, pretty much Aaron is allowing. Yeah, I think because yeah. I feel like Aaron is just like the founding Titan is just like Aaron's like. His memories, his thing, you know? Yeah, you changed Josh's mind. <laughs> I, I take that back. <laughs> Who knows? She is, she is the founding titan, an inexperienced one at that, but it's never really implied she did. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> like, I take that back. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah really, I, I totally see your thought process, though, there, uh, Josh. Yeah, I don't think Frida would have been able to do it, like, herself on purpose, but I do think that maybe Grisha, just being in contact with the founding himself, like, cause it, it dates all the way back to before Aaron Kruger, and Aaron Kruger knew about Armin and Mikasa. Yeah. So. And then I don't also know. too, let's not forget, even with uh, and then we kind of talked about it very vaguely and stuff, and very quickly, but with Udi himself, you know, kind of explaining and and, and um, telling Kenny about what's to come, mm-hmm. and how essentially the the world itself is going to burn, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, we kind of talked about it. I'm like, okay, do you think this is him kind of warning because he has seen things? You know, again, it's like, we don't know what these characters are literally witnessing. We don't know if with such power. visions or if he's just This all speculation, yeah, mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, and, and seeing how humanity is, is really taking this world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm right there with you, Josh. We're, Very yeah, we're right there with you. Yeah. You can go based off of just only the information that we're given. Right now, again, we're just speculating based off of uh, certain information. We're not going to get answers and clarity about this because this isn't something that we ever see in the story. So for us to go ahead and speculate, it's fun, but at the same time, it can uh, it can, it can be a lot. Yeah, because then we like sit there and like so many times throughout this podcast have we all sat here and talked in depth about something and then like when we get another response or like another person in chat will mention something that like we all collectively were like, oh yeah, that's also a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then that we're also like, affects then it. we're like, fuck. Yeah, like yeah. there's this whole other element that we forgot that also everything, matters to this. Everything we just came up with. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but thank you for that, so shiny Laurentis. Uh, thank you for your response. Thank you, Lo. Next we have from I am Storm, LOL, AKA friend of the show, Hi Say. Hi Say. Um, says, Probably not. Homie already moved on and probably forgot all about Dinah. Damn. Uh, Damn. Because it could have been. I mean, that is pretty cool. That's that Jaegerist mindset right there. That is pretty cool. Everything in the past must die. But also, like, after she transformed, then he met Aaron Kruger. And then it was the whole plan taking off kind of thing. So maybe it was the whole, like, oh, my gosh, I can't. I don't have time to, like, dwell on Dinah's transformation. I have to move on. I have to. Uh, there's this will. I have to be. A, I have to plant this chosen one seed into into Sadis's brain, and then yeah. I have to find a love, make babies or a baby, 
and then figure out who the hell Armin and Mikasa are. Yeah. Take this founding time. Like, there was, like, a whole lot going on in his brain. You know what, too? Something we talked about last week about Grisha loving Carla. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing, too. Is like, again, this could be completely off base with where I'm going with this, but okay. it's like, you know, he's told to, to make a family, right? We don't know the exact words. We're going to go ahead and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But he was given the instructions to go ahead, essentially have a family, yeah. find love, yeah. you know. Just start a new life. But he was kind of like, again, he, Grisha himself kind of feel compelled to go ahead and do this. We talked about it. He found Carla. He's like, okay, maybe whether he, he wanted to or not, you know, he's okay. I need to go and do this plan. Or he goes, well, I really like this girl. But mm-hmm. was it love? I don't know. Because he stopped after one child. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Probably was like, I'm right over it. And uh, I mean... Carla herself, from what we see over in the anime he and stuff, you know, like... He just did the minimum that he had to do to start a new life. Yeah, she seems like she is a great catch. I mean, she obviously is a very yeah, caring she great. person. She seems like she's a great mother. He literally had his know? first interaction with a woman and was like, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, so again, maybe that goes to uh, kind of like we were talking about last week about him maybe like not, not necessarily loving her, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like, all right, we're getting married. All right, we're having a child. Boom, done. All right, I've done yeah. my job. I'll no, be in the cellar. He's like, you know? I started my life. I'll, I'll be doing my science. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Ooh, no. Josh has some cool devil's advocate arguing. Uh, he said uh, Storm, a.k.a. Heise, uh-huh. uh, got that Zeke mindset. But to, be, <laughs> to play devil's advocate, why did he keep the picture of his past family and apologize in his sleep to them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I... So in Those are the details that we forget about, though. Yeah, you know, thank and, you. And again, again you know, exactly what I just Josh said. Sometimes we forget these things. A little encyclopedia. Yeah. But, like yeah, I don't think that he... I wouldn't say that it was moving on. It was just like following instruction. Right, right. Because that is stuff that's over in the cellar, right? That they go and they find. Yeah. And that's why they go ahead and they see that he had this whole other family, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was okay. like, yeah, I don't, he did point, not Josh. forget about Dinah. He definitely remembers his past. And As a matter of fact, I'm sure he loved, like you said, first love. I mean, it's like, man, I, yeah. yeah, he had Carla, but I'm sure for him, that was Dinah, that was, his Dinah life. was always the, the love of his life. Yeah. You know? Dinah was always that 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 one. Yeah. The one that that not the one that got away. The one that transformed. Yeah. Just Grisha. I mean, he's just in his heart. He's he's just into blondes. Yeah. You know. Sorry, Carla. Sorry, Carla. You're just part of part of the plan. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for the high say. Um, and thank you, Josh, for yes. that devil's advocate for for reminding us that he has this whole freaking photo of them in the in the cellar. Um, he probably goes in that cellar. Literally goes in like looks at the picture and just cries to himself yeah. and stuff, you know? He's probably like, man, fuck that kidney. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> this, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that freaking blonde. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Snitches got stitches. Yeah. Uh, next is from Ooh, friend uh, of the show, Bobby7. Hello, Bobby. What's up, Bobby? Bobby? Can't wait to hear what you have to say every week. Bobby! This week, Bobby says, nah, I don't think he could have known since Aaron never showed those memories, uh, showed him those memories. But Aaron, on the other hand? Yeah, that's so. stuff where it's like, damn. <laughs> Aaron knows all, right? Yeah. So can you imagine being like, realizing he's like, oh, so my dad's ex-wife killed my mom. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, I never even you know considered the fact that like Looking Aaron Zeke, knows that you. that yeah. happened. Zeke, you're just mad because my mom ate your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I didn't even consider how like Aaron feels about that. Yeah. He's probably just like numb. 
He's probably just like, he doesn't realize I've gone through my life. Yeah, of course it would happen that way. Absolutely. Of course it would happen that way. Yeah, Thank I you so much like for that. I feel like he doesn't know that information until he like kisses Historia's ring mm -hmm. or whatever. That whole thing goes down because he didn't know when he saw her again, like it saw the saw Dinah in her Titan form again. Yeah, just, we're just now in the open field, right? They're all yeah. in the planes and stuff with him and Mikasa. Yeah, he like doesn't know then. And then I think it's just like slowly throughout the end of season three when he starts getting more of the memories. I think maybe that's when he realizes. But he also sees a lot more like the rumbling and everything. He's That's when he everything completely changes. Yeah. That's going to be an exciting episode to talk about. Do you think though, okay, this has potential to spiral. Okay. okay? When do we not? But do you think that Aaron somehow, again, he's able to go ahead and manipulate things to happen to where it plays in his favor, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that somehow Aaron made it to be that of all Titans to show up over in that field to go ahead and have him for the first time unlock that coordinate ability? Do you think that future Aaron, I don't know how, you know, I don't, I don't know the details. Aaron does some, some, some trippy stuff, but... Mm -hmm. Made it be so that the the Dinah Titan is the one that appeared to Aaron and Mikasa over in that field so that they're able to survive and escape. So that, because think about it, the odds are that for, for that Titan of royal blood, right, to show up there, right, is very, very slim, mm -hmm. right, compared to all the other Titans that were around. Yeah. Now, see, Josh is there. You know, it's too perfect to be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? I, I, I agree. Somehow this was somehow <clears throat> planned. I don't know, again, I don't know the details. I don't know how Aaron does it, but yeah, somehow he knew that in this moment he needed a lifeline. He needed Aaron, little Aaron, his little self to be able to go ahead and unlock, unlock some ability mm -hmm. and potential, right? And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I completely agree. I, I, agree. I agree with Josh too saying that's a, that's a dub theory. Yeah, I think that because the odds I again, like, I feel like that's true. Yeah, that yeah everything somehow. else around him, everything else around. Yeah, see, when we go into these mm -hmm. like that about how you know for Aaron, spiraling, this is does this spiraling. mean that Hannes was fate? Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, I think with Aaron, he has that mindset. Where future Aaron definitely has that mindset. You know, Aaron, child Aaron, definitely not. But future Aaron is very much with that kind of commander even mindset. Whereas, like, in order to get one step closer, there has to be casualties. In order for me to go ahead and attain my goal, people have to die. You know, and I think and he that, has to know too. It's people that will affect my mentality as younger me. Yeah, you know, that will mold me into the me I am now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's that sick, disgusting mindset that we know that Aaron has, where it's all just manipulation. It's all just like it's all very calculated, you know. And again, in order to be calculated, you need to know how the events are gonna are play out, and which means that he obviously knew that Absolutely. that was gonna happen, right? But mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, it's just too much of a coincidence. And again, for everything that's happening around that air, little Aaron at that point, we were literally you have Titans that are swarming around you. You have the armored Titan, which is in front of you. You have literally your commander who has just lost his arm. Yeah. Right. You have people around like your allies. We remember we see like John himself. John is passed out. He got yeah. He got and knocked Armin out. Is just Armin is holding to... him literally against a rock, just trying to go and he's panicking. Right. Like Mikas is injured. There's so much that happened that went wrong. Mm -hmm. Which means that future Aaron literally probably had to go ahead and do what he could Step in. to to make sure that at least Aaron, Ormond, and Mikasa survive. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. Josh that. said also Mikasa's injured. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And, and if uh, one has had to be a casualty, then future Aaron doesn't give a damn. He but also, too, it's, it's like Zach said that in order for Aaron to continue on and have those motivations and stuff like that to carry on, right? People that he cares about that are unfortunately casualties need to die. Yeah. You know? And Aaron's literally playing five dimensional chess. Yeah. By fifth dimension, I mean time. Like he's. Yeah. And it sucks, you know, because we all, we talked about it. We did the, we literally, when we talked about this episode and we saw Hannes died, I literally had tears in my eyes. Yeah. Cause just Hannes talking is about it, you know? Those... And again, at that point, Hannes, I mean, we, the signs were all there that we were going to lose Hannes because he was talking about what those kids mean to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was reflecting and stuff on good times and old times and how he just wants to go back to when times were so simple and stuff, you know, the signs were all, were always all there. And, um, and yeah, unfortunately, things have to happen in order for characters to get that certain development, mm-hmm. in order for them to go ahead and change their mindsets and their motivations, in order to carry on, especially in a world like this, where it's so easy to give up. We've seen Aaron in that give up phase. Like, there's always future Aaron there along the way to make sure that little Aaron carries on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and yeah, I hate it, but I love it. Yeah, exactly. Makes for a great show, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, but thank you for spiral. that, Bobby. Yes, Bobby, thank uh, you so Bobby. much for that, and for helping us spiral. <laughs> uh, you you always manage to do that. Uh, next we have from uh, Kenny, friend of the show, Kenny. Uh, what's up, Kenny? What's Kenny up, says, Kenny? Uh, "Wouldn't he have seen it through Aaron's memories from the future?" So Kenny, Kenny believes that that Grisha had to have known that that was mm-hmm. Dinah because he saw all of Aaron's memories. Yeah. So he thinks that he's seen all he's seen all those memories. Yeah, and again, we don't see everything that Grisha sees. Mm-mm. You know, so we know that's that he... That's what makes this show... That's what causes us to spiral yeah, because exactly, they don't you know? show us everything. Yeah. And so it's 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 moments like that where it's like, okay, you have somebody that gets a rush of... of and realizing what's going to play out, how they played out, you know, what happened. It's one of those things where it's like, okay... Grisha had to have seen all the significant moments that played out in his child's life. Mm -hmm. And we know how impactful that moment was to Aaron, right? And also, this doesn't mean it doesn't do Grisha any good because he's already gone. But remember, Udi did say that he was going to go ahead and live on through Mm -hmm. the next person. And so in a way, it's like Grisha, I mean, whether he's alive or not, he's going to go ahead and realize that that's what happened. Yeah. Right? Because we saw Udi very much living on through Frida. Yeah. Like like, um, like Kenny said, uh, not this Kenny, Kenny in the show. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Ackerman. Like he said, it was his words out of her mouth. Yeah. So seeing how like influential and how powerful the founding titan, the previous user's personality is to moving on to the next person, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What is up, Kyrie? Oh, my son. <laughs> Fashionably late, I this see. This is time, man. We are spiraling. Him and his cool shades. Um, yeah. And as you can see, Kyron has still got that beard going for you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Just, just Come on in very, just very good. Uh, in this heat. In this lovely heat that we have. No, this isn't heat compared to, I'm sure, where Kyron's over at. He's over in uh, yeah. Louisiana and stuff. So he's got that heat. He's got that yeah, heat over there. Heat. But 
But yeah, so. um, we're so happy that you're here to, uh, able to join us, Kyren. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just going through the Q&A right now. And we're uh, talking about... Uh, Lexi, you want to go ahead and read that question again? Yeah, the question is, do you think that Grisha knew that Dinah was the one that ate Carla? Yeah, so we're listening to the responses. And it seems like with every response, we are just, again... Just our spiraling, third, speculating, spiraling. Yeah. Opening. And these are one of those questions where, again, we don't ever get any specific kind of answers and clarity to it. So for us, it, it's all just up to our own interpretation. We're trying to go ahead and pinpoint certain details. We're having Josh here, I repent, who is helping us with uh, with uh, events His and how genius. they play out and stuff. So, yeah, uh, we are, we're just, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're going through right now mentally with all the different speculations. Do we have any other uh, responses, Lex? Yes, we have three more. Okay, let's 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 do it. So, thank you for that response, Kenny. Um, and we have friend of the show, Eddie, yeah. the Eddie Hinston. Eddie. What's up, Eddie? Says, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So he, he just says, yeah. So he, so saw he her. thinks that. So yeah, Grisha, Grisha knew that that was Dinah mm-hmm. who ate Carla. And thank you for that, Eddie. Next, we have a uh, friend of the show, Rena Nell ninety six fourteen. Hello. Shout Rena. out. Um, she says no. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. much for that. Thank you for Concise, that. Size, short, sweet. Yeah. To the point. You know what? Yeah. I, I like when it's just, you just seem so confident in your answers. It's just, nah. He, he didn't, he didn't know. Uh, and then and lastly. we will never know. Yeah. And we will never know. That's, yeah. that's enough of an answer. Um, <laughs> Josh, W response. Yeah. Um, and lastly, but not least, we have from Puka Flame. Hello, Puka Flame. Uh, says, No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the last three answers were just like one where we yes. have, yes. we have, no yeah, no. no, no. Yeah, no, no. Poll question, baby. Okay. Yeah. So what is the majority yeah. that we have? If you can go ahead and very quickly see, um, so the majority, majority is no, right? The majority is no. No. Okay. So the majority of our friends think that, uh, Grisha did not in fact find out that his ex-wife killed his wife. <laughs> yeah. Ex-wife killed his. Yeah. I still firmly believe that he did. Yeah. Yeah. We, I guess we will never know. Like the in depth of what memories they did see. We literally, we are all pretty much Josh's response. Yeah, we are yeah. all no, just, just like me. Don't me know. Don't know. We're, all, like, we're all just yeah. We're all just little monkeys. As, as you know, Kanye once said, mouth. I guess we'll never know. I guess yeah. we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know. Um, one of the better things I guess Kanye has said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That uh, is very true. Whoa! What is up, Eddie? We Hello, have missed Eddie. Eddie. We just read your 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 simple response. Your your so yeah yeah, yeah your response. <laughs> you're so uh, just, poetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, what's up, Eddie? Hopefully you uh, you're doing well. Same thing with you, Kyron. I know that Kyron actually hasn't uh, been with us over the last couple of pods, and so we're so happy to go ahead and have our friends join us. Um, yeah. Uh, what's so up, yeah, Eddie? I hope you guys are, are are doing well. Um, the gang's all here. I feel like yeah. But um, but you again with and chip. with that kind of question that I had early on, right about uh, Udi living on through Frida. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that Grisha is himself like somehow, like you said? The words, right? You said, right? The words. Yeah, the words like of Udi are coming out of Frida's mouth. Yeah. Now, now, crazy. Is this crazy. where we saw manipulate? We saw Grisha and his manipulation tactics. Mm-hmm. And does that mean that Aaron himself has developed this manipulation tactics from his father? Like, where do we, where are we going with this? I have I have crazy theory. Uh huh. It got to the point where so after. Grisha talks to Zeke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of a walk back to get to Aaron. And Udi might still be in there somewhere. 
And they might just be having a little chit chat. And then Erdy's like, hey, I've seen all. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is going to go up in flames thanks to your son. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. And that's when Grisha just caves in and he's like, I'm done. Okay, what's weird though is it's that, like, okay, I just realized something as you said that Grisha himself had time to reflect right after. As he was making his way to, mm, over to Aaron. That's true. It is no. Josh is right. It is the the, the world of, of first the king. Of first king. Yeah. yeah. Which, in one way or another, is still the Udi we came yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first thing that we see from Grisha, at least in, in, in the events that take place afterwards, is that he calls out to Keith. Now, is that just again by coincidence? Through his travels over back to go ahead and get his son, he happens to stumble upon Keith. I feel like it isn't a coincidence. Mm. Does he? Does I feel like nothing is ever. Does yeah. Grisha? Does Grisha? Nothing's a coincidence. Go seek his old pal Keith. I feel like now this is where we're gonna go full circle. Yeah. I feel like he does do that because Keith needs to be there to have that conversation with uh, Aaron that we just went over last episode in yeah. Bystander. Because he knows that Keith is going to be the one to find Aaron to go ahead and take Aaron back to where, you know, they were staying over in that refugee place, that camp. And it's Interesting. All, it's, it's everything all, is connected and it's just... It's all meant to be. <laughs> yeah. It's all force. Yeah. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Um, yeah, Josh says, everything that's a coincidence should be blamed on the attack Titan. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, at this sh- point... It should all be blamed on Aaron. It's always just... Yeah. If it's a coincidence, it's too good to be true. It's because Aaron made it be. Yeah. Uh, There's no coincidence. Yeah. Aaron yeah. made Dinah eat Carla. Yeah, you know, Eddie recalls, he talks about when uh, he called out to Keith when the when the walls fell, yeah. yeah. And we see that literally... There is no fate. It's all Aaron. Pre- Aaron is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I point. understand Jacob's absolute spiral into Jaegerism now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? He does Aaron is God. Yeah, absolutely. Why he has this affinity towards Flock, I don't know. <laughs> we what a know. interesting Q&A. Thanks, Lexi. You're welcome, Lexi. Uh, thank you guys all for your response. <laughs> Let's uh, give it up to Lex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. asking that question. <laughs> right before my bladder was about to explode. Yeah. Um, I just had to, had to, you know, <laughs> leave you on a on a cliffhanger. Or you left me on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, um, but thank you guys for all of your Q&A responses. Uh, check in on our Instagram story every week. Um... Thank you, Karen. Call me Wex. Yep. <laughs> um, Wex. Um, but yeah, go ahead and check in on those every week. We post those on Fridays. Fridays is Q and A, and then Saturday is the are, poll. Yeah, on Saturday, which we'll go and we'll get to very very quickly. But I do want to say that Kyron says uh, life has been busy. Yeah. Um, so Kyron, uh, we know that Kyron has been doing his uh, photography, and uh, make sure you guys go and check that out over Kyron his, also his Instagram. Has uh, dabbled in a little bit of art. Yeah, yeah, he he's been going doing some art yeah, as well, um, and all that. Uh, is that also over on his Instagram? Yeah. Okay, so make sure you guys go ahead and follow our friend uh, at portraits.ka, right? Mm-hmm. Portraits.ka. Is it portraits by k.a. Okay, portraits by k.a. Portraits by k.a. And also, again, a huge shout out to Kyron because Kyron is, is also our TikTok uh, mm-hmm. manager as well. Yes. So make sure you guys go and see what Kyron is uh, coming up with over in, uh, and on TikTok at uh, a Talk to Talk podcast. Uh, proud of shout out to freak father of his artistic son. Every yeah. time we see so good. Yeah, so Kyron himself, he yeah, put it go. over on chat. So make sure you guys go and give him a follow and see what uh, Kyron's been up to. And, uh, and every time I see you post something, man, you keep me wanting more. <laughs> yeah, so I you swear, my man's going to end up on an Animal Planet documentary. How insane would that be? Like that is... He's going to be the animal? I just... No, no, no. <laughs> yes. Well, he is He's a car titan. The, yeah, he is a I mean, car titan. He is titan. a car titan. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I just I went to look through his pictures again. I was like, they're so good. Yeah. yeah. There's one that I think. Uh, did Kyron, so did, much didn't didn't Kyron say that it was his favorite photo that he he's taken at that point? Where it's like literally captured a moment with like with like, with a rabbit or something like that, or it's an animal, a little animal, and it was like he he does do a lot of animal portraits, and they're all really good. Like I he posted this uh, reel of showing like how it started and how it's going mm -hmm. and everything, and like from where he started to now, like even just like in like a year, like he's already improved so much in his photography. Yeah. And like yeah. it already it looks. And again, that really takes great. that takes uh, you know, just determination. It takes consistency, right you know. Yeah, and you're right. uh, it was the rabbit. And yeah, so I mean, in order to go ahead and and and, and continue that, you know, that rise and stuff and all it that. Takes it's reps. Talking about this one, right? I think so. Yeah, it's a rabbit, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, it's it so was, good. It was a rabbit. Yeah. He said, oh, you're going to make me cry. Well, Kyron, you, dude. Sorry, we, I got we lost. See you I literally got in lost in Kyron's photos right now. We see you putting in that work, man. And, uh, you know, we got to respect oh, yeah. it. Yeah. So shout out to Kyron. Uh, I'm hiring go Kyron. Go ahead and, for and my check him out. His, uh, yeah, his, yeah, his cool. username, Portraits by K.A. It's right there in chat. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram. Doing my wedding photos, Kyron. You ready? <laughs> oh, Kyron, you want to do my you want to do my graduation photos? <laughs> um... But yeah, thank you guys for answering the Q&A. Next we have the poll. What and do we got this week? For the poll, last week we asked you guys, which commander would you not trust with your life? And then no. we asked this because last week we talked about uh, Commander Sadis, thinking that mm -hmm. he could do an amazing job as a commander, right? Because mm -hmm. the, the previous commander was a guy who just pretty much didn't care. He was just like, all right. Uh, they were making no progress whatsoever. And then so when Keith was himself promoted and won, he didn't obviously get the attention that he wanted, mm -hmm. right? From the person that he wanted, I should say. He yeah. got attention, but... Not from... He didn't. He wanted recognition from one person. Yeah, and then so he realized very quickly that, oh, shit, it's a lot more difficult to be the commander, you know, than, than I thought. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we see through his travels, whenever he comes back, there's death, right? Um, and then so, in saying this, I fully expect him, right, to be last and so i'm i'm ex I'm excited to see who our friends trust with their lives mm -hmm. right and where the votes lay with the other rankings here of our contestants on on who we don't trust per se you know because josh himself says that irvin is the easiest option right to trust with your life mm -hmm. i guess but irvin also isn't afraid to go ahead and use his uh his scouts as uh as pawns, per se. Yeah. You know? So, you can trust him. Yeah, he'll go ahead and he'll make sure that you uh, accomplish whatever the task is. He's going to give you that motivational speech, for sure. Make you run through a wall. But sometimes that wall, that wall is a titan. You yeah. Know? So, sometimes. And yeah. that titan is hungry. Gotcha. Josh is clarifying, saying, I'm sorry. He says, uh, no, I meant to not trust your life. So, you would go ahead and trust Sadis with your life more than Irvin. Interesting. Mm. Especially knowing that Irvin was a squad leader that didn't have any of his squad members die. Interesting. Then he became commander and was like, oh, they're pawns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pawns. I'm no longer a pawn. I, I'm the king. Okay. Well, the options that we have for you guys is Keith Sadis, Erwin Smith, Hanji Zoe, and Dot Pixis. And those are all the commander options that we've given you for this I still poll. I believe that his name is Dot. Yeah. Dot. Dot. Name my son Dot. Yes. 
Um, but <laughs> on spot. Yeah. So those are the commanders spot that we rice. have limited you guys to. We know that there's many other commanders that we could have chosen. Like spoiler, we could have chosen Armin. We could have chosen um, Niall Doc. I thought about them, but I was like, one, I don't want to go ahead and get too ahead of myself with yeah. uh, with one of them. And the yeah. other one, I'm like, eh. Does yeah. he really put his people in harm's way? I know. We haven't seen a whole lot. He hasn't gotten Niles that much like, time. like, nah, you guys go ahead and have fun with your drinking and your yeah. card playing and stuff. You know <laughs> what? As long exactly. as you guys don't get yourselves in trouble, that's, that's fine with me. We also could have put the Marley uh, commander. Um, Frick, what's his name? Magoth. Magoth. Yeah, Magath. Theo Magoth. Theo Magoth. Yeah. Yeah. Him. But we haven't seen much of him yet. Mm-mm. I mean, we, He's too we busy saw drinking. We saw plenty theory. of him in in many uh, places on train tracks. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, him and Sadis. I know. Oh, they're all over the place. There he is. There I know. He's there and there oh, and yeah, there and there. there. And I think that one's. Isn't McGoth, that, I think that one's picture. Isn't that what Jeff Dunham does? Or no, I, think I don't that know. One oh, because he has Sadis. um Ahmed, the yeah, undead terrorist. You know what's crazy is that You're over there and I'm there. surprised Cancel Culture hasn't canceled him yet. I'm surprised too. Because, you know, he has like the jalapeno, he has the jalapeno. terrorist, <laughs> you know, and stuff and all that. Yeah. Uh, but hey, True. I guess it's when it's puppets, it's uh, it's cool. Yeah. Oh it's my God! Don't mind Jeff Dunham. He's not saying it. It's not coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out of the puppet's mouth. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, real. Anyways, uh, starting in normal fashion, from least voted to most voted, we have least voted at nine percent is Hanji Zoe. So out of these four, mm-hmm. it seems like Hanji Hanji is the most trustworthy. Is the most trustworthy. I would give yeah. my life for Hanji. Mm-hmm give my life. I would spend my life with Hanji. Anyways, um, then next up we have at 11% is uh, Dot Pixis. Mm, yeah. So most trustworthy out of these four is Hanji and Pixis. Yeah. Well, I will say. Well, I mean, we could talk about it after we get the results. Mm-hmm. I would give yeah. life for Pixis. And then next with 24% is Irvin. Irvin. So the top vote getter, which I'm not surprised, yeah. at 56% is Keith Sadis. Yes, yes, yes. And that's uh-huh. what I figured uh, he I, was going to go ahead and get the majority of the votes because we would not trust him with our lives because um, mm-hmm. he's not a very good commander. No. No. He's a pretty good drill sergeant. Yes, he's good drill at, sergeant. He's, at, he's good at toughening up the new recruits. Yeah. He's yeah. good at that. But he's, when it comes to going outside the walls and when it comes to trying to, uh, you know, risk the lives of... I should say, when it comes to uh, of of risking, Life and death. yeah, especially exactly. with Titans, he's he's kind of paranoid. Yeah, and he's it, got major paranoia. We see for for him the toll that it takes over on his psyche and his mental. It's not good. It's all just not good. Yeah, I mean, the guy was going through it last week's episode. I mean, he literally he has that rock bottom, and then the one person he cared about saw him taking the like the walk of shame. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and yeah, it was all just bad stuff. But. Interesting. So what so, do you, let us know why you guys voted for who you voted for in the in the chat and then I'm gonna go ahead and ask you guys. Well I like it. Well Josh even kinda goes and he clarifies saying that Irvin himself was just too he's just too reliant on his people dying with his plans. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's it's unfortunately it's yeah, a part of his plans. Something yeah. That, yeah, that, I mean, I'm not really surprised with Irvin being second in most votes because from what we have seen, yeah. a lot of people die with his plans. Yeah. And I mean even when he was recruiting scouts, he told them, you have to be prepared to, like, if I told you to die, would you? Yeah. And that's just how his plans that's roll. Literally, uh... You're nothing more but pawns for me, and if I need to sacrifice yeah. you, you need to be okay with that. Yeah. He holds the whole, 
like humanity as a whole, the whole idea of saving humanity way over his scouts' lives. Yeah. He doesn't mind. He has no problem sacrificing lives for scouts who, who volu- not, well, yeah, I guess voluntarily came in to be a scout. No problem at all volunteering their lives up for the sake of humanity, mm-hmm. for the sake of getting to that cellar and getting answers. That's true. And uh, we have our favorite Jaeger is joining us. We have Heisei who's here with us. Oh, What's hi. up, Heisei? Heisei is here with us over in chat. Heisei. Uh, we love seeing our friends joining us. And uh, yeah, Heisei, hope, hope you're doing well, my friend. But um, Let us know how you voted on the poll question. This is an interesting poll question only because I knew who was m- more le- than likely which two characters are going to get the most votes, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was excited to go ahead and see which character do we trust the most. And so that comes down to, for me, Pixis and for Hanji. So mm-hmm. I want to ask... Uh, I want to ask you both, okay? Because you would obviously go Hanji, right? Do you trust Hanji more or Pixis? I think I would go with Hanji because I think that Pixis has a very great intellect when it comes to... Like, I love the way that he approaches, mm-hmm. like, co- like, commanding. He it's very logical, it's unemotional, and he just does what needs to get done. But he does leave a little bit of the plans in like he leaves a little bit of the of the planning and he leaves his scouts in the dark for what the plans are, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Hanji, because she's emotional, I can relate to her more and I would trust her more because I would understand her reasoning for what she's doing rather than Pixis being like, You're gonna do this. And I don't. But and Pixis I wouldn't. I wouldn't understand. Doesn't necessarily force his soldiers to go ahead and yeah. do certain things. But I mean, Erwin's I wouldn't. The, if, Erwin's if the if exact same way. Erwin holds his plans to his chest. Yeah. And if er, and if if Hanji was telling me what to do, I wouldn't really argue. Because I would. I think I would understand. It would help me the way that she approaches things. I would relate. It would help me to relate to her more and her reasoning to why she's doing these things. Okay. I also just really like Hanji. I'm also pretty biased. Yeah. I also love Hanji. There's nothing wrong so, with that at all. I mean, Hanji, uh, she's a great character. What about you, Zach? I'm going Pixis. I'm Pixis. I love Pixis. Okay. Because, and I'll learn, I do, I do love Hanji. Hanji is like my second. But that's just because Hanji can tend to be sporadic and very rash, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. It's just... I'm very much more on the Pixis side where I'm like, I'm more logical. Like, I like to think things through. And I don't really care. If I know that the guy leading me is like me where he likes to dive into it and think of a billion possible options, mm-hmm. then I'm just like, whatever he says, I'll do it. Because I'm sure he thought about everything. And if it means if it means I don't have a high chance of survival, then whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know he's got a reason for it. True. Yeah. Oh, Heisa says that he voted for Pixis because the top guy in the picture wasn't listed. That would be Keith Sadis. So who you meant to vote for was Keith Sadis. Yeah, and that's who you'd want to vote for in this sense, right? Because, again, you're talking about who, which commander you don't trust with your life, right? Yeah, so he doesn't trust Keith, so he's in the majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. We're, we're now talking about who we would trust. So yeah. Yeah. Lexi would trust Hanji, I trust Pixis. AJ, who would you trust with your life? Well, my reasoning kind of has layers to it, where it's like, okay, for me, if I... I like ogres. If, if my life like is involved in this, right, then I'm choosing dot pixels because that means I'm not a scout. If that means that if I'm choosing a commander to go ahead and trust and I choose Hanji, that means I'm out there outside the walls 
right? Okay, you're thinking we no. <laughs> you mean no? Take it, at, <laughs> take it at face I, value. I, I, I like, I like. No, like literally, if I'm trusting, right, Commander Pixis as my commander, that means that I am a garrison soldier, right? Let's just, let's just pick up Pixis and put him in the scouts. Oh, we picked him up. We picked him up, put him from his head, like a claw. Yeah. Yeah. We from grabbed his bald that big head. bald head. Yeah. Picked him up. Interesting. Put him in the scouts. Wow. Now wow. they're all scouts. And he was happily willing to do it because it was a giant lady titan, actually, that picked him up. Yeah. Put him in the scouts. And she said that she'd sit on him if he succeeded. Okay. Yeah. Some motivations for sure. All right. Um, well, AJ needs a lot of hypothetical here, to, to think. Now that I'm thinking about that, right? About, and the, about you the, just, the sexy you lady just, titan? You just plucked. I just took his world and literally picked it up and moved it somewhere else. But here's the thing, though. Is that like, he's my commander, right? He got picked up. And I'm a soldier already, so and they, they pretty you much too, and they put you in the scout. They pretty much are like, okay, somebody else is getting promoted now, so now somebody else is my commander now. No, they took. They you took, just took. No, you they just, took all their scouts. AJ, with them. AJ's very simple answer is he wouldn't join the scouts. Did you? Yeah. Did you AJ's did you was, I plead the fifth. Pluck or did you go ahead and scoop? Scoop. Scoop. You guys scooped. You scooped my commander just, and all my soldiers. Yeah, everyone and you, you and you. And we're now being forced to go ahead and be scouts. You're a scout. Congratulations. Who's your commander now? <laughs> I'm still. I mean, I'm still being loyal to Pixis. I'm a loyal guy. Okay, good. So thank you. But Pixis. however, so if you would have if you would have asked me, like, okay, look, before you join your regiment, Commander Pixis got promoted to go ahead and be a scout commander. And right? then Hanji is and the, Hanji is also in a, so it's like kind of like in sections like they have they say for example. Just thinking way too much into this. The scouts themselves have grown scout to such a place commanders. where. Yeah. Okay, hypothetically, you were forced to be a scout, and I am now you just are, getting ready to join the scouts, scout. and I have to choose between. Hanji or Pixis. And Pixis, yes. Right? Or, or honestly, or any other commander, but I feel like those are the ones that you would choose. Nah, nah, I'm not choosing any of the commanders. Those guys are all, nah, not worth my time. <laughs> um, Well, I'm looking at the playing field and I'm like, okay, if, since I'm outside oh the God. walls, right? <laughs> I just need who to is gonna, Who's going to help me? I just need me? you to say a name. Who let's is going to help just me? Let him spiral. But I'll, you're asking me, right? And I don't get to explain myself? <laughs> I asked you guys about explanations, and now Lexi's like, just give an answer. I don't get to explain <laughs> myself. <laughs> what is this? Is this a democracy? Your explanation. Is this a democracy? Is this, this a podcast where oh. we can talk about our thoughts? My cheeks <laughs> Can hurt. I talk about my stuff or what? <laughs> I'm the host. <laughs> I'm the host. He just mutes our mics. <laughs> this is my Guess show. What? Only I talk. <laughs> it just brings down the volume on everyone else. I will not be silenced. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy crap, that's a lot of time. I'm looking at the soldiers involved who are going to be fighting alongside me, and I see that, oh shit. I got Armin over there, oh shit. Can you guys I got Jean over there, oh shit. I got Mikas over there, I got Sasha over there, I got Connie over there. Guess what? I'm going over there too, Hanji. I'm joining your team. That's what it is. Can you guys clip that? And guess rant? what? Can we please? get that? People please. love please. my rants. Can we get that on love the TikTok, Iron? Or hate it, Lex. Iron, can People we get that on the TikTok? Love my rants. They love it. You almost went crusty the clown there. Yeah. It was like a, a shiggy crusty mix. Yeah. <laughs> like shiggy and crusty. The clown. I was waiting for the love violence. Hey, hey. Violence only means hey. more violence. <laughs> that was good. That's what it is. And that's my answer. And that's my explanation. Ooh, so all right. Manji, Thank you. Thanks. So he chose Hanji. <laughs> oh, my cheeks hurt. Uh, Eddie has given us a paragraph. Oh. Eddie says, but Irvin made a great choice choosing her as his predecessor. Pixis is more experienced and, and gives out orders well planned. And 
I would choose Keith. I would say Keith was more of an emotional leader, and that played a role with his leadership skills that affected him in more of a bad way than a good way. Whereas Irvin take, makes uh, plans right in the spot after scouting out his area and seeing what's possible and being realistic with his plans, and the way he gives out orders is just well executed. The thing we know about Irvin is that he is very aware of what's happening around him. Mm-hmm. Right? He has great awareness, right? He's very he perceptive. Has, yeah, I mean, the thing with, with Sadis, I mean, it, it's... He thought that he was going to be good at the job. Mm-hmm. He was already the commander in his mind. Right? He's like, I could do this. I could do this better than anybody. I need to get promoted. But also, there was a selfish intent of like, oh, but when I get promoted, Carla's going to She's going to like me, right? Yeah. And... He is not thinking about all the details involved. He's not thinking about what it takes to go and be a commander. He is not focusing over on the important issues here. He is lusting over a crush yeah. and her attention, right? Yeah. And so when he's like, all right, cool, I got promoted in this public, you know, ceremony. <clears throat> and then, guess what? Wait. Chicken butt. I don't see, I don't see Carla in the crowd. Huh. wonder where she's at. Josh. And then he goes and he's like, oh shit, guess what? She's getting married. What? She's getting married? Yeah. And then uh, and then he's still stuck being the commander. Now he doesn't have her attention, yeah. right? And then he, he goes outside the wall. They, you know. He just did it for the clout. What a clout chaser, man. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, like Josh says, he he took the commandership thinking, this is for the bitches. Did it for yeah. the PMF, bro. Mm-hmm. But is it bitches though or is it one bitch? Just one. Yeah. And I don't think he even defines her as a bitch. Well, maybe in that Richard moment, might. maybe in that moment last week when he was like just unloading on her I with know. all of his projecting oh, yeah. issues and emotions After and stuff. After being like, this is my child. He's like, you are an attention whore. All you yeah. do is serve all these people, all their drinks and stuff like that, you know, blah, blah, blah. You have no idea who I am, what I accomplished. Your job is to flirt with people to keep them to come back and da da da. Yeah. That's what it is, man. PMF, bro. Eddie <laughs> says, man, dude, Keith's his life. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. That made me think of Joker status right there. What does they say? Like, my life is a comedy or something yeah, like that. My life is nothing but a comedy. Uh, whoa, hi, see, where are you going with this? <laughs> but, okay, so me, Mikasa, Hitch, Flock, hey, Aaron, yeah, and Aaron. Aaron and Aaron will all go all, will all go, will all, will all go a wall. There we go, better Jaegerists. Kid Aaron and older Aaron. Wow, that's uh, a lot of Aaron's. Oh, hello, Bat-Bat. Welcome in. How was the storm for you guys in SoCal? Sorry to derail the conversation. No, 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 no problem at all. What's up? It was great. I loved it. It was really, like, pretty tame. For us, where we live, yes, it was was tame. I think it was stormy at the beginning of the year. For our area, it was Yeah, for other areas and stuff that are more uh, uphill and stuff, you know, and more uh, even desert. Uh, They got some substantial uh, wind. Yeah. And then with the hills over, they got some... uh, some serious flooding. The hills were alive with the sound of flooding. Yeah. Uh, Josh says, I miss being in San Bernardino. Now I'm stuck in Texas. <laughs> hey, say hi to... Um, hi, say hi, say hi to, to Nate for us. Yeah. Nate's over yeah. there. Yeah. Go find Tejas. it. Nate plays bad. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Nate. Um, but thank Shout you guys for all of your breath. poll responses. Um, I like hearing all your guys' reasoning for your guys' voting. Yeah. And then it also obviously leads us into um, things like rants. Yeah. And for sure. Spiral. I love the rants. <laughs> But thank you guys. Really Look out for new polls every uh, Saturday. Yep. And every Saturday. And Q&As every Friday. Yep. On AJ's, Attack the Talk AJ's podcast on Instagram. Amazing. <laughs> 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 
for a minute, for a moment there when I was reading high city. You like, no, didn't I show you the girl, the little, the little thing for Horton? Here's a who. The, yeah. Ah, ah, and they for, all uh, just like butterflies. <laughs> ah. For high uh, for uh his his chat here, and I was uh, as we were reading it here, I was getting some names. Mika said Hitch. I thought he was getting ready to start a harem or something. I know. I, I thought like, so too. Whoa, Mika said Hitch. Okay, so hear me out here. Me. Mikasa, Hitch, Historia, Annie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ymir, even though she doesn't go that way. And you no, know, you can't have Ymir there. If Ymir and Historia are there together, then sorry, dude. Like Josh says W fan. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we have been derailing too much. Yes, we love it. All right, guys. Yeah, that stuff. weather. And now we move on over to Zach for the recap of last week's episode. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> we kind of recap Zach some with of it the already, weather. <laughs> it's 96 degrees with a cool summer breeze. Are you rapping? <laughs> <laughs> are you are you doing slam poetry right now? Um, yeah, I need you to slam poetry. Fall, the the recap. Fall falls in the folly east. I need you to do the recap with with um, slam poetry. Okay, slam poetry. Yeah, slam poetry. Recap. Um, last week, I'm so bad at these. Well, you were Keith. I was. What Keith. happened to you Keith were. last oh. week? Hanji yelled at Keith. Aaron was like, "It's cool, Hanji. Don't trip." You know, it's funny you mentioned that because we talked about Keith projecting his emotions on Carla because mm-hmm. obviously he cared about her, and then. The same kind of was happened with Hanji. With Hanji yelling Hanji. at Keith. And we're going to get a yeah, little bit a of little, a moment here in this where we're kind of like yeah. talking about this. I practiced but, that line too on the drive here. Perhaps Hanji had some feelings towards Keith, which is why she was projecting her anger towards him. Yeah. Ooh. What did she refer to him as last week? Just a sensitive snowflake or something yeah, like that? So or, yeah, so you're not a special snowflake. Special s- snowflake, yeah. Yeah. There we go. There, there we go. That's what I needed for the go. So Keith was telling the story about how Grisha... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Made him the chosen slam, one. Slam, slam, slam. Grisha made him feel like a chosen one. Carla was like, I don't need my son to be special. He's special for just being born. Yeah. And Keith just kind of was like, cool, everyone's commander. I'm done. I give up. He becomes commandant. And then um, before they leave, we get to find out that the reason in scout training Aaron was having issues is because Keith was sabotaging him. And then Aaron goes ahead and proves Grisha's point that he is a special chosen one, little special snowflake. Yeah. And even with busted ODM gear, he can still maintain his balance. Yep. And Keith just kind of accepts that fact and lets things go on. And yeah, then we're going back to going back to the cellar. Yeah, baby. we're going back to the cellar. We understand that now that the plan and the mission is to to go back to Walmart and re- reclaim that wall. Um, but yeah, we're also going to find out that because Keith was withholding so much information, right? Mm-hmm. Is there going to be ramifications for that? You know? Only Aaron knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it, Aaron is God. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is Heise doing? He's, <laughs> he's kind of writing a fanfic in between we'd be everyone. better Jaegerists. He says, then Mikasa goes crazy because I die and Levi dies. <laughs> he's, he's writing his own little fanfic right now. I will say, though, to your point, though, that Mikasa's not going crazy unless a certain person dies. The only person that, that would make her go crazy is if Aaron dies. Yeah, kid Aaron or adult Aaron. I Kill think both that kid Aaron and adult Aaron in front of her and see what happens. No disrespect, Heise, but if you die and Levi dies, I don't think Mikasa is really going to go ahead and go crazy. 
Um, yeah. Obviously, he's not stupid enough to the. He's a he little can't be stupid. That stupid. Yeah, but, but you have to be a little stupid to be no, doing this. He's not stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He's crazy. He's, and crazy he's a little, equals genius. It's and a little crazy. Bit screws loose. I was crazy once. Yeah. Locked me in a room. Okay. <laughs> Rubber room. Rubber room with the rats. And rats make me crazy. Wait. So she kills you. No, she kills Levi. But how do you die? He said that. Because I die and Levi dies. So yeah. if Mikas is going crazy and, and and she kills Levi, are you? does that mean that Levi kills you? Interesting. We need more details, my friend. I'm going to go ahead and do story. If, if we're having yeah. a fanfic here, then we need the details. Need details, man. We can't just get to the, the juicy stuff. We're we going to be in the middle of reading lines and we're going to see like three paragraphs. <laughs> From that L. Armin! <laughs> How dare you? All right, all right. We will not stand for no Armin. You know what? Now I'm glad that Armin killed you. No I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fanfic, fanfic is more is, complex. The fanfic the is more itself. complex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, the show's already so complex. <laughs> all right, guys. Here we go. We're going to get into the episode. This is season three, episode 12, Night of the Battle to Retake the Wall. And this is part one. Here we go. All right. The episode begins as we go back to Aaron's hardened, crystallized Titan shell in the collapsed underground chapel, saving his friends. Levi, staring at the hardened shell, tells the group, guess what? This means we finally have a real shot at plugging the hole in Walmaria. Then, narrator the Armin narrates, the scout regiment hurries its preparations for the mission to retake Walmaria. We see an excited Hanji as the scouts testing their new Titan killing weapon was successful. Hanji and Levi notice Aaron's body not holding up as the wear and tear from the constant training is adding up. Aaron, however, is adamant about continuing because he needs to go back to Shiganshina. And then we see Kenny's last moments as he and Levi come face to face for the last time. Kenny, right before he dies, gives Levi the power of the Titans. Narrator the army continues. Then came another surprise. One more thing with the potential to shape the fate of humanity. And then we get a, cl a close look at that syringe, sitting in a container. Then, we see Premier Zachary entering a room, as we can see that Hanji is the one examining this syringe that is on a table. Premier Zachary says as he enters, looks like I'm a little late, sorry. The Premier enters and takes a seat around the table. Have any luck? Were you able to establish what's in the container? And then we can see who is all in this room around this table. Well, except maybe one person who's off to the side, but we have Commander Pixis, we have Commander Irvin, Section Commander Hanji, and off to the side is Captain Levi. Hanji responds to the premiere. We have a vague idea, but unfortunately with our technology, I'm afraid we can't dig much deeper. Like we've heard from Aaron and Historia, it seems to originate from some sort of human bodily body fluid. However, it vaporizes when exposed to air. Among further analysis, virtually, virtually impossible to perform. However, whoever, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> whoever made it must have had technology far superior to ours. I can't imagine how the Rice family could have managed to do it. The premier ponders for a moment. Commander Pixis then adds, In that case, rather than tamper with it, we should put it to use for our current objective. Premier Zachary now asks, But to whom do we entrust it? 
<clears throat> to you, Irvin? And Commander Irvin answers, No. With my wound, I would be a poor choice. This syringe, it belongs in the hands of one of our elite. Someone with the best odds of survival. Levi, will you accept it? Captain Levi looks at Irvin, then answers, If it's an order, just say so. Why even bother asking? And Commander Irvin responds, When we need to use this, there may not be time to plan. We've been relying on you to make a decision swiftly and with little deliberation. Judging when to use it and on whom will be your responsibility. Will you accept it? Captain Levi asks Irvin, If this dream of yours comes true, what will you do then? Commander Irvin thinks about it. I don't know. I won't. Not until it happens. Captain Levi responds. I see. All right. I'll do it. Levi closes the container and now takes the responsibility. Premier Zachary has more for our leaders. Now then, I'd like to discuss that work of mine. As you know, I'm hoping to unveil it soon. Have you given it any thought? And Commander Pixis responds, You mean you still haven't given up on that? If the public were to see such a repulsive display, whatever trust they have in the military would evaporate. And the Premier tells Pixis, You don't know art when you see it. Meanwhile, we see Levi pondering to himself as he carries this new heavy burden of protecting such power. Wow. All right. Wild. So in the beginning, we do we get a quick little uh, refresher on important events that took place, right? Right before we're going to go ahead and go on this new mission. And uh, starting with Aaron being able to use that ability of hardening, right? And again, he kind of got a little bit of a cheat code because, um, you know, just again, coincidentally, mm -hmm. that little capsule of a, a power up yeah. of being able to use your hardening was right there beside him over on the floors. So he was yeah. able to go ahead and pick it up and use it on himself to be able to use that hardening to save his friends from the collapsing underground chapel. Mm -hmm. But now he's able to go ahead and tap into that ability, which is good. As Levi says here. Looks like we actually have a shot now to plug in the wall. And then the next thing that we see, and that is uh, as narrator of the Armin explains to us that we go ahead and uh, we see that weapon again, that new weapon, right? That we kind of talked about a couple weeks ago about how they essentially have like this weapon of, uh, of a way to go ahead and just swiftly take out, I don't say swiftly, it's very, very, you know, it's... it's more, it's, more precautiously. Yeah. And, in, and the reason why this weapon is so important is because now it's not risking soldiers' lives outside the walls, right? It's just, you have this coordinated attack now as uh, this, essentially this, like a guillotine comes down mm -hmm. and strikes the Titans over and above, right? And uh, it's like this, we talked about it, it's pretty much like a giant freaking tree log, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, uh, and then so it's successful. Hanji's very excited. And then they notice that Aaron himself, his body is not holding up from the constant training. And also, um, something that we didn't really, really talk about here, but we talked about it a couple weeks ago was that Aaron wants to continue on with the mission. He knows that they don't have time to spare. And he himself says like, let's just make, let's just make these weapons, obviously implying that, you know, He's going to have to go ahead and be in his Titan form to go and obviously have the logs and stuff, you know, because 
we speculated that they came from the force of giant trees, you know, yeah. whatever the case mm-hmm. is. But they're going to go ahead and build more of these weapons. Mm-hmm. Now seeing that they are successful, um, which is good, again, because they're they're minimizing risks of soldiers' lives, which is important, right? Yeah. And uh, and then the next thing we see, too, it's uh, the moment where Kenny himself uh, comes face-to-face with Levi one last time. Uh, we know that Kenny himself uh, does something out of, out of character. And... Uh, he always lusted over power. Mm-hmm. And for him to have that power in his hand, he very easily could have just used it to go and use this kind of uh, lifeline. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he knew that he was probably going to stay in this Titan form, you know, this pure Titan form, unless he somehow stumbles upon eating a Titan user, which, again, the odds are, you know... Unlikely. Unlikely. Very unlikely. But he decides to go ahead and give this this lifeline to Levi, mm-hmm. right? And then he himself, Kenny, dies. So those are important events that take place because one, Aaron now has a way to go ahead and, and seal the breach. Two, they have a lifeline now with this uh, uh, this syringe, this bodily fluid mm-hmm. that is capable of transforming a person into a Titan, right? And we're going to go and find the details on this plan, you know, in, in, uh, in episodes to come. And then also what's important, too, is the fact that they were able to go ahead and, and kill these Titans without risking soldiers' lives. Yes. Right? And uh, which is going to be important because, one, when the scouts themselves go and travel over back to Shiganshina, that means that the people inside the walls are going to be, you know, susceptible to to potential Titans and stuff, you know? Yeah. So there aren't going to be necessarily soldiers around to go ahead and take out the Titans that are outside the walls. Yeah, their walls are still there, but again, they've seen crazy stuff happen, mm-hmm. right? So if we're able to go ahead and have these soldiers over there who are, if they're given the option as a garrison soldier to go ahead and, you know, just work together as a team to go ahead and 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 accomplish the goal of killing these Titans with this weapon or go outside the walls to go ahead and kill the Titans, you know, without any yeah. of this new weapon, then of course, they're going to go, oh, sure, we'll go ahead and we'll chill up there and then work on this new weapon. So, again, the new weapon is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, so now, that brings us to this important little deliberation we have here in this, uh, w- which we can probably imagine is going to be uh, Premier Zachary's, uh, his office or something, or maybe this is even his office because he was even late to this. meeting room. But this is a meeting room. And, uh, we have some important figures here in this meeting room. As we said, it's Premier Zachary. We got Commander Pixis, Commander Irvin, Hanji herself, and uh, who is going who is going to be the the, the next commander? Mm-hmm. And then we have Captain Levi. Now, they talk about um, the syringe, and we get some information about it. Hanji explains that there's not a whole lot of testing that they that they can do because yeah. as soon as air touches this fluid it evaporates, it evaporates mm-hmm. right yeah, so it's very similar to, Titan to blood. research yeah um and so they talk about the technology involved and how this is superior technology and how whoever created whoever established this technology like they're only speculating on like who like the the idea of like a superior race or superior people mm-hmm. right is now looming over them and um and then they kind of also something that hanji even mentions about like it's something about how it's like man how are the rice family able to manage this mm-hmm. you know 
And again, now this is more like, questions they that they have. This? Yeah. You know? So it's like something where it's like, man, if this is a superior technology here, um, how are the Rice family able to go ahead and use it? So I don't know. It's an interesting question for sure. Um, but uh, they end. I mean, ultimately, what it comes down to is they have this new lifeline. They now they need to go ahead and trust it with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And the premier himself kind of just, you know, asks Irvin, who a lot of us go in, we uh, would trust with. You know a lot of different things maybe not our lives but you know we would trust him with uh with an important tool right yeah but that would be Irvin with two arms you know yeah that would be an Irvin who is capable of of protecting himself and also protecting the tool protecting the syringe um and Irvin doesn't see that he he doesn't feel like he is capable of of doing of of carrying this burden this responsibility right Mm -hmm. And he uh, he mentions Captain Levi, right? He kind of describes Captain Levi in a way where it's like the syringe belongs in the hands of one of our elite, mm -hmm. someone with the best odds of survival, right? Which obviously, which is Levi. Levi. I mean, we've seen up to this point where he's currently at in the story. I mean, the guy himself. I mean, he's he's somehow able to go ahead and and maintain the survival, right? Mm -hmm. regardless of the odds regardless of of the enemy regardless of whatever objective it is you know so yeah Irvin's right Levi is the right person to go ahead and hold this responsibility and protect this right I think we all can agree that in terms of who is here in this room um but damn once they decide that Premier Zachary has a very important project that he's been working on that he wants to show the world and we obviously know what that is. He has uh, a weird fascination for uh, <laughs> for his torture device. Yes. Right. And why this guy wants to go ahead and show this to the people? It's uh, I uh, I worry about the guy. <laughs> He's a special little man. I worry about the premiere. Uh, Josh, need one of those. <laughs> need me, need to get me one of those contraptions. Yeah. Um, very quickly, I want to go ahead and kind of talk about uh, chat real quick. Uh, so Eddie mentions thunder spears. I think the thunder, on thunder, thunder spears are going. It's going to be the uh, the next weapon that they end up mm -hmm. inventing, right? Yeah. Now thunder spears, it's another great invention for sure. Something that Hanji herself really kind of goes and creates, right? If I remember correctly, mm -hmm. but. This tool, this weapon isn't the weapon that is a thunder spear. This is something where it's just for them outside the walls. I don't know necessarily what it's called. I don't even know if we get a name for it. Yeah. Right. But again, that's what it is. Um, Hi, say again, real talk. I wonder if there is a reason Armin is a narrator. And we've kind of talked about this before in the past mm -hmm. with in, in past mm -hmm. podcast episodes. The, the theories and all that. This could be just a retelling of events from, from Armin. Mm -hmm. You know, if Armin is the one who is the narrator and uh, we found out that both voice actors sub and dub are the ones who are the narrators Armin, so it's yes. mm -hmm. and so that's what is again not a coincidence right there's a reason behind it nothing's ever a coincidence and uh i can only imagine that uh, i can only hope that we're probably going to go ahead and get that uh that answer more clarity as the story ends you know it's just that armin's the only reliable one to narrate yeah <laughs>
Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a it's something we we've like deemed voice the best. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, I will say though, he does have a good voice. But um, damn, yeah, it's it's one of those things where. Um, what was I going to go ahead and say? It was about yeah, about Armin himself. That the reason why it's such a weird thing with with him being the narrator. That was that's why we deem this character whenever we come across the narrator. narrator. He's just he's just Armin. narrator of the Armin. Yeah, you know, that's just what it is now. But hopefully we get answers behind that. Um, <laughs> I think this was one of those from Josh. You mentioned about us saying these lines over in in Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Josh, imagine one of you guys. Just busts out of some fluent yeah, Japanese. Yeah, fluent Japanese. <laughs> I've been on Duolingo for a little bit now. There you go. I don't think I'm anywhere near fluent. <laughs> and then Josh also says that bottle's never explained again. Not sure what it is. Talking about the hardening power up. Yeah, I don't know. It's something we see. I don't know, it, man. It's something that we can easily forget that it even was a part of it. But uh, mm-hmm. but damn, yeah, it's um. He also says that they completely dropped the swords in season four, and the scouts mainly used thunder spears. Yeah, yeah. in season four, yeah. It looks like it, yeah. And their ODM, of course. Yeah. And thank well, you, Bat Well, I think Bat. Part, of that, part of that is because they're going over to, to Marley, right? Now, they obviously did their their homework by being incognito over in Marley and, and making sure that they were kind of like, you know, hidden and portraying themselves as citizens and stuff. And they, very, they saw that there's no Titans there. The only yeah. Titans involved are Titan users, so... They're not going to necessarily need, so, uh, need swords, swords like yeah. That. They're kind of going to need some something that can use range. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Bat Bat. Um, thank you for your kind words and yeah. uh, hoping that we're all were safe. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, thank and you so glad that, that you were safe too. Uh, and Eddie says, "Well, hey guys, I'm on my way out. I'm going to work. Uh, really love y'all. May everyone have a great week, and I can't wait to be back. Yeah, yeah. we'll miss you, Eddie. Of course, Eddie. Always, oh, so always great having you on the podcast. Uh, have yeah. a great rest of your week, man. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Eddie. And uh, we can't wait to go ahead and uh, hear from you again. You have a great week too. Um, hi, say again. He's uh, continuing on with the flock. Mm-hmm. Flock, flock. I want flock's POV or Aaron. Aaron's <laughs> POV would go crazy. Yeah, I think Aaron's POV would fuck thinking. you up mentally. Yeah, you don't want that one. You just stick with flock. Um, Daddy, before I mean, this is last message here. It says, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, imagine years from now when Norman is older and he retells everything that happened. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, whoever he's telling the story to, they are going to be like, hmm, "What is this? Or this grandpa's this stuff, crazy. This grandpa's stuff really talking happened. Crazy again. This stuff really happened. What? Yeah. Huh? And this is the past, and I'm the only one that remembers. However, he won't killed. be a grandpa because he only has 13 years. Oh yeah, you're right. Unless something happens where the Titan abilities are just wiped out. Yeah, just poof. Yeah. Yeah, that's no. a whole theory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something else. That's that's a whole. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine. I guess it would make sense for if Levi was the narrator. Levi himself also yeah. has. A, I think he would have a good grandpappy narrator voice. Grandpappy Levi. Grandpa. Imagine, imagine the grandpa PTSD Levi. that Levi would have as a grandpa. Yeah, interesting. Oh. Levi uses swords. Yeah, he's only one who still wears his cape. Yeah, I mean. Levi, I mean, he's... He embraces tradition. He's a softie. He's a softie, yeah. Josh says, how would he retell events that happened in the past with Aaron and the memories? Yeah, that's... Aaron gives him all the knowledge. Yes. That's a whole other thing, man. Uh, But yeah, Levi now has this 
incredible heavy, responsibility. Yeah, this this oh, yeah heavy responsibility, this big burden to um, be in charge of this spinal fluid and to use it as it may be, which uh, inevitably leads us to um, that scene of us screaming at the TV. Yes, yes, that decision, uh, yeah. That we see a little snippet of, but we don't realize what it is at the end end of this episode. We're not going to go over it today, but no. that's what. Um, but we do get some foreshadowing. We get foreshadowing for sure in this episode. Yes, a lot of foreshadowing. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um. Damn. Crazy stuff. Something I was going to go ahead and kind of ask, but can't recall. But Bad Bad has a question: Who would be the worst grandpa? Zach. Me. <laughs> have you guys seen that trend on? Well, not you, but no, I haven't seen it. Have you seen that trend about the people using the old people filter on TikTok? Mm-hmm. I'd be such a cute old. Yeah, like I'd be. And so then they're like, they're so full of life, and then yeah, they're like seething at the mouth. That'd be me. I'd be. I'd be like. Yeah. You're gonna sit down and you're gonna watch it. I would be the grandma on the porch that's chewing on nothing. That'd be me. I'm gonna be like grandma on the porch. Just great. I'd be like, I'd have a hat, and I'd be like, you're gonna put this hat on, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> and then put one piece on, and just be like crazy. I would just grandpa. be sharing random things, and then I wouldn't be able to remember anything because I, my, I would have 13 concussions by then. I totally picture being like, change your candy. Yeah. Ten minutes later, change your candy. Yeah, you want your change more? Your candy. You want your more? It's good for your tummy. I'm just going to say, where's Grandpa? Just first person came to mind, John. John? Yeah, John's worst grandpa. Okay. Gobby. Gobby? Worst grand, grand lady. <laughs> hey, grand, grand lady. I was like, Grandpa? There's a transition that happens? Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, when uh when Marley decides to modernize a little more. Yeah. I feel like Pixis is like simultaneously the best and worst grandpa. Yeah, he's already a grandpa. No, best grandpa, <laughs> Connie. Oh, that's an easy one. Connie's best grandpa. Worst grandpa, Aaron. (laughs) Yeah. Current season four, Aaron. Aaron, can you imagine him retelling events? I know. Worst grandpa. He wouldn't need to. He would just touch me. (laughs) Yeah. Worst grandpa's Erwin because he's dead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Grandpa Irvin doesn't happen. Worst grandpa was sawdust. Yeah. Again, doesn't happen. Chunks yeah. of sod is all sod over is the over here, train over track. There, sod is no more. Sod. sod is. How sod is? His name is Keith Sodoff. Keith Sodoff. Keith Sodies Nuts. Keith Sodid. Keith. Your turn. Sod up. Keith Sod up. <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Alright, I think we need to continue on. <laughs> Get off my lawn, you We kids. are uh, spiraling. Get off my lawn. Spiraling. Alright. Now that we're two hours in. Yeah. We've, uh... Really? Yeah. Oh my god, we are. Oh, are we? Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Alright, here we go, guys. Next part of this episode. It's chunky. We continue as we see Irvin placing some documents on a table in front of other scout squad leaders. Irvin tells the group, We spoke to Sadas, and based on what he told you, it seems that Grisha Jaeger is a human who came from outside the walls. And in this room, we see four squad leaders, Hanji and Levi. 
Again, Levi is just standing off to the side. Doing Levi things. Like leaning against the wall. And Hanji adds. Yes, and like the others, Annie, Rhina, and Baratold, it appeared he also had the power of the Titans. But where those there, the one, but where those three sought to undermine it, Grisha was supportive of humanity within the walls. And then one of the squad leaders responds, If he was really that supportive of the scouts, maybe he could have thrown a bit more information our way. And Hanji thinks, I wonder. From the moment he entered the walls, he was searching for the royal family, a heavy burden to shoulder alone. If you ask me, that's not something you do unless you have an iron will and incredible resolve. And let's not forget, that same man later wanted to show his young son, eager to join the scouts, something important, staring death in the face. He said the truth of it all was, in, was there, in the cellar. What's down there? What was he hiding? Irvin then recalls his father, who also knew too much who also withheld information for the safety of himself and his son. Irvin responds, Things that mustn't be said, no. Things which can't be spoken. Things he couldn't say even if he wanted to. That which the first Rice King wiped from our consciousness. Memories of our world. At least, that's my hope. But speculating more won't accomplish anything. The final preparations are now complete. The operation to retake Walmaria begins in two days. Want to know what's in that cellar? Let's go see for ourselves. We're scouts. That's what we do. I'll leave it to you two to alert your squads. And that squad leader responds. Right. We'll keep it quiet for now. I think our troops deserve some meat on a day like this. Gotta show those kids the adults can be counted on. What about Commandant Sada's keeping important secrets from us? Hanji responds, as they all walk out of Irvin's office. Forget it. We don't have time to deal with that now. And the squad leader teases Hanji. You must be so disappointed. You used to adore him. And Hanji quickly responds. Shut up! And closing the door on Hanji is Captain Levi. Irvin asks. What is it, Levi? Levi responds. This may sound, this may sound impatient, but... What do you think you'll do after retaking Walmaria? I'm guessing a defense plan comes out comes first. But after that, what's next? Irvin answers. Eliminating threats. Outside the walls, there seems to be someone hoping that Titans will eat us all. Down to the last person. As to who, well, if we have any luck, we'll find that answer in the cellar. A full plan will have to wait. First, we need to see what's in that room. Levi now tells Irvin, You realize I'm asking this now because you might not live that long. You're not exactly as spry as you used to be. Let Hanji call the shots in this mission. In your shape, you'll only be dead weight. You sit back and wait for the good news. We'll tell the others I argued till you gave in. Which, I will. So why not make this easier on both of us? What do you say? Irvin again recalls his father. No. Do what you need to. Use me as bait. The chain of command still remains. If I'm gone, then Hanji. If Hanji's gone, then next. It's true this operation will be extremely dangerous, but it will also be the most important one in human history. That's why I've gone to such lengths. This is my plan, Levi. 
Without me leading you, you're less likely to succeed. Levi responds, That's true. Without you, the operation might fail. But if you bite the dust out there, we're really screwed. So just stay safe at your desk and keep using that head of yours. As far as I'm concerned, that's the last thing the Titans would want, and the best weapon that humanity's got. Irvin continues to tell Levi, No, you're wrong. Our best option is for me to gamble it all on the plan that I... But Levi interrupts, Okay, that's enough. Stop right there. Any more of those noble-ass excuses, and I'm gonna break both your damn legs. Not too badly. They'll heal just fine, but you'll be way too busted up to even think about joining us on the operation, and it'll be a bitch to get to the toilet. Irvin chuckles. <laughs> Don't like that idea much. Normally, I'd agree with you. A wounded soldier should stay off the battlefield. However, that may be the day we learn the truth about our world, and I'll be damned if I'm going to miss it. And Levi is caught off guard by Irvin's stubborn determination. Being there, is that important? More than your legs? A stubborn Irvin answers. Yes. Levi now asks, more than humanity's victory? Irvin answers again. Yes. Levi pauses. I see. Levi prepares to leave Irvin's office, but turns around to say, Fine, Irvin. In that case, I'll trust your judgment. To be continued. Dun dun dun. Wow. Okay. Wow. Some foreshadowing there from Levi. Maybe Levi has seen it all. That's why he's so he's numb to everything. He knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows exactly who's going to lose. No, I'm kidding. He definitely does not. He's just... I think he's just used to losing <laughs> and expects it. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's like, anybody I care about, they die. And then obviously in this way, I mean, he's showing that he cares about Irvin because he is so adamant about Irvin not joining this mission. Oh, yeah. You know? Obviously. And obviously, too, he, he says that humanity is best weapon is Irvin and his decision-making. Mm-hmm. Irvin and his strategies, right? Yeah. But Levi doesn't and, like, know. That's valuable. We kind of need that. He doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. He's got a little guy named Armin. A little who's guy. Who's pretty damn good at some strategies, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he thinks about others. There. He thinks about everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. No. Least amount of casualties. Um. Or he'll just... Ignore all the deaths and not <laughs> give himself ears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's go ahead and let's start from the beginning a little bit here. Um, so, we have another meeting here amongst leaders. Before we had kind of our main leaders from our different range of commanders, mm-hmm. minus now Doc, because, eh. yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but here we have uh, the scout squad leaders. Now, we don't necessarily get names. Um, I think we get one of them, and that would be the gentleman who starts the conversation early on. His name is Clark, which is not overly important because I'm, I think we, got, we can all imagine that Clark is not going to go ahead and last very long. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Clark. But um, they're getting more information somewhat, right? Not more information, but they're kind of talking out loud together as, uh, as leaders about um, 
what they found out about Grisha, right? Talking about how they find out now that Grisha himself is somebody who came from outside the walls. This is all information that they didn't have before because Sadis kept that information himself, mm-hmm. right? How valuable do you think it'd be if all of a sudden they're like, wait, a person came from outside the walls? Interesting. That person, so doctor, interesting. That person saved people from the plague. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like Lexi speculated. Maybe that person brought the plague. He brought it himself. Uh, and now his only son is a Titan user. Now his only son is a plague. And the only other people that we know are Titan users are from outside the wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but so one thing I will say that Hanji do. does mention, though, right? Mm-hmm. Is that. She does say. He's from yes. outside the walls. Like the others, Annie, Ryan, and Bertold. However, where those three sought to undermine it, Grisha was supportive of humanity within mm-hmm. the walls. Um, yeah, absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. We know that the other three, I mean, they're just, they're Titan warriors who were trained at such a young age to go to this island and stir some shit up, mm-hmm. you know? Reclaim what they're seeking, and that is essentially the coordinate right mm-hmm. i mean we know that zeke i mean he's sticking around because hey we came here for a specific reason my baby brother and you know obviously again he has those uh selfish intentions of of as he puts it later on trying to rescue his brother yeah right trying and uh i mean he tries but he comes across to get a little a little guy named levi you know, a little short man. He finds <laughs> a little man. badass. We talked about him. I mean, he's the only guy that's capable of, of keeping that syringe safe. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't see him with the syringe in the scene. Where did he have it in the scene? Oh, I got it tucked away. We somewhere. don't really see his whole body a whole lot in this. Scene. Well, where where is he keeping that thing at? In his in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, Who's gonna say it? Who's gonna say it? <laughs> is that a syringe in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Um, and then that person actually gets poked, and then they get turned. And then they turn into a titan. titan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a syringe. Oh, oh, oh it was. Damn it, it was a syringe. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, Grisha himself—they're they're finding out more information about this guy, right? But the scout, the squad leader, is like, "Hey, I mean, if he was really that supportive, I mean, he, Grisha could have uh, thrown some more information our way, you know." Mm-hmm. Which again, we kind of talked about. I was like, uh, there's certain characters that go ahead and keep information to themselves and don't let certain people know because they're not supposed to know, or they're going to know when they're they need to know, need to know basis type stuff, right? Um, we talked about Pixis, we talked about Irvin. They're like, here's the objective, okay? Now, here's your plan, okay? I have a plan. This is your job. Do this. Yeah, and it's like, huh, interesting. I don't How necessarily does that get us know to where. What's the goal? Yeah, like no, just do your job. But it seems to be like a reoccurring narrative here, where it's like, okay, people who are in these kind of like power type dynamics and these Keep leading the cards roles, close to their chest. They go ahead, yeah. They're, they're their squad. They go Which ahead. I think it's hundred percent the right thing to do. Mm. I agree. To that. minimize what panic? To minimize? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. One thing. So you, there's two things. One, of course, you don't want panic. keep morale. Yeah. Then I guess there's three things. Panic. You want good morale. But the main thing, too, is you don't want to dilute 
your own faith in your own plan. Because the more input you get from everyone else, the less likely you have, or the less likely you are to be confident in your own plan. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be thinking, well, I didn't think about it from this way. So what else did I need? Like us with the Q&As. We're like, we have a response. So we have a certain kind of uh, idea. And then as soon as we get other responses, we're like, exactly. ah, like, ah, damn, okay. okay, that's a good point. Or that's- and I feel like as a leader, it's better to have complete faith in your own plan that you've come up with than it is to over dilute it mm-hmm. and overrun it. Because if you start doing that, then you'll never come up with an answer. Yeah. You'll never come up with a solution or a plan. Yeah. So that's why they like to, I got my plan. You're all just going to follow that's what it. it is, man. And again, with these uh, specific squad leaders, I mean, you got to think, man, if, if they found out that if they got information about what's going to happen, would they even be squad leaders at this point? Probably not. Nope. If yeah. they found out what threats are going to go ahead and come their way, how many scouts, current scouts would decide, I don't want to be a scout. Oh, <laughs> you know, like only the crazy ones would go ahead and be like, oh, okay, bring it on. Yeah, we'll Leave go ahead and we'll take it. Yeah, you know. That's it. Roll call. But, uh, yeah. But then uh, Hanji, she mentions about Grisha and how the moment he entered the walls, she mentions that he was searching for the royal family. Right? Mm-hmm. She says a heavy burden to shoulder alone. Yeah. Right? It's not Duh. something you do unless you have an iron will and incredible resolve. Sounds like Hanji's crushing on Greece a little bit. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carla's like, a lucky woman. I respect him. Yeah. Uh, she said, let's not forget. I, she's getting a case of Carla syndrome. She's like, Sadas who? I know, exactly. Damn. Sadas who? She's going from Sadas to, which actually yeah, brings up a good point. We'll, go to, we'll, your girl. we'll jump to that Sadas thing because. Um, actually, we'll go ahead and we'll continue on with this because we, we're close to the Sadas moment here, but. Um, yeah, she continues. She continues. Hanji saying that let's not forget that the same man later wanted to show his young son, who was eager to join the scouts, something important. Mm-hmm. He says, "She says, staring death in the face, he said the truth of it all was there in the cellar. What's down there? What was he hiding? Right? The cellar, the cellar, the cellar. I remember that's such an important thing for people watching it for the first time." Because you can I only remember, imagine what's in your mind what you're thinking for of. how many months I saw seller memes. What's in the cellar? What's in the cellar? And I was like, fuck. Yeah. We've been hearing about this cellar for years. Yes, yes. And I just wanted to open up. Yeah. And so it's like watching it for the first time. Obviously, we were aware of everything that happens and what's in the cellar. But when you're seeing it live and you're getting closer and closer and closer to that. You start speculating more and more and more. Damn, what's so damn important in that cellar? What has yeah. he been hiding this entire time? You know, so that's what the cellar has been looming this entire time. We're here talking mm-hmm. about the cellar, right? And uh, and this is the moment where they're like, now, Irvin's not necessarily the only one who now is like the cellar, right? Because remember, he wasn't even aware of this a little bit before. Yeah. But now that it's kind of like, okay, now it's important. Now everybody else is aware of this too, right? The cellar. What the hell is in the cellar, right? But then, again, the reason with Irvin knowing and and I should say being aware of the cellar and stuff like that, right? He can't help but have parallels and thinking about his father, which he does multiple times over in this specific Mm -hmm. part of the episode here, right? Yes. He recalls his father because, again, his father is somebody who... Another very secretive man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Who, who he just knew some stuff, you know, yeah. and he even had an idea. Even that if it didn't. wasn't necessarily on point, he was on the right track. And that was enough attention, mm-hmm. enough smoke for these people in the government, in the military, right? To to want to go ahead and, and, and pretty much sweep all that under the rug. Mm-hmm. You know, they pretty much said that... Uh, that what he was got, the reasoning he got again? Too close to comfort for. Her. But what was the reason they gave uh, Irvin again? L- little Irvin is that how did his father die again? Um. It was some bullshit reason, of course, right? Yeah. It was like something where they said. Uh, <sighs> Damn it! I can't remember. What you was guys it remember? again? Yeah, if you guys know, Josh, if you guys know, I want to say that know? there was some kind of hinting of like, uh, he just disappeared he but i want to i mean i don't know if it was hinted but i know that obviously little irvin immediately got that it was like they oh, told irvin something too, they told little like, irvin said something too much for his own good yeah but yeah josh what was a question i mean when uh when the military murdered uh irvin's father what was the explanation that they gave to irvin young irvin as like to why, why his father died. never came home that day yeah i can't we can't remember necessarily what it was um but anyway, so he keeps recalling his father because his father is his driving force, Irvin's driving force, his motivations, because he knows that his father was on the track. He knew that his father was right about something. And so he had to go ahead and bring that truth to light. Mm-hmm. Right. And when he, fi- when he finds out something about the seller, he's like, wait, I need to know, which is why he's so adamant about going. Yeah. So it basically just says that they secretly detained him, tortured him for what he knew, then dumped his body in a far-off town and made it look like an accident. But it doesn't say ex- explicitly what they told him. Mm. Oh, so maybe they didn't even go up to Irvin and tell him anything. It's just like, oh, we found him. They said it was due to Irvin's naivety they found out about his father catching on. Mm-hmm. So Irvin basically got his dad in trouble. Kind of like yeah, I remember oh, that. Yeah, yeah, I, remember I remember that, that because yeah. he was telling another student in I that class. No, what... But was there was a reasoning that they they told they, they told Irvin something why he disappeared because I remember Irvin attending like a funeral or something you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but damn it I don't know I can't remember exactly probably but. just told him it was a random murder yeah um but we know we know but anyways Irvin himself just he kind of again uh, he can sympathize with with Grisha not not saying things because he was the Aaron in that example yeah you know. Because he himself responds to Hanji's question about, like, what was he hiding? He says that things that mustn't be said. He was the things, Aaron and the Zeke. Yeah. Accidentally uh, outed his dad and caused yeah, him to get damn, punished. Yeah, that's right. He uh, also it, was the Aaron and where his dad, you knew that his dad had all this information. Yeah. And so, Irvin himself, again, he sympathizes here, right? Mm-hmm. He knows that... Uh, Oh, speculating. I found it. I found the manga panel. It's basically, he just told the other kids the military police came and asked him about it. Then the next panel is, my father didn't come home that day. He was in an accident in a faraway town and died. Because of my betrayal, the crown killed my father. Mm, so it was an accidental death. Yeah, and Josh says, speculation, it's never explained, but I'm sure we can assume he was murdered. Nothing Titan-related, though, but crime isn't uncommon in the wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we find out, though, the death is by the uh, first interior police. Yeah. They're the ones that murdered that tortured him uh, Irvin's father. They also murdered uh, Armin's uh, parents. Mm-hmm. They mur- Pretty much anybody that knew too Pastor much. Nick. 
Pastor Nick. Yeah. yeah, they murdered obviously Alma, who's Historia's mother, but yeah, that's Alma because too. you know she was just a you know a casualty. She's a victim of circumstance. Those interior police really be uh they really just don't want you to have a brain. Yeah, you can't know too much. That's the thing with that government, you know. And, and uh, you can't want to know too much either, like yeah. Armin's parents. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now let's get to some uh, some juicy little stuff here, and that's with uh, the the PP scene. The squad leader, Edvin. PP. PP <laughs> says, "Uh, hey," she goes. Oh, the squad leader says, uh, "They deserve, they deserve some meat." They deserve some good stuff today, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to show those kids that the adults can be counted on. And uh, one asked, what about Commandant Sadis keeping uh, secrets from us, right? Mm-hmm. And then Hanji. Hanji, she is uh, literally, as they're walking out, right? She goes, like, we don't have time to deal with that. And then we get the little tease saying, oh, you must be so disappointed. You used to adore you him. You used to adore him. Yeah, I know what I said, Josh. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind too in going over the episode. Yeah. Very uh, interesting choice of words with uh, them wanting to celebrate with some meat. Yeah. But the reason why they say is because Sasha. we get an interesting scene that's going to happen as they're celebrating eating that meat. God, that food sounds so good. They're trying to go ahead and take away that meat from Sasha. Yeah. They can't. Yes, meat is very rare. Especially on the island. I mean, who knows where the meat came from? It could be just corpses. Island void. It could be people. True. They're eating you people. Don't know what that meat's from. We already have enough conspiracies with this anime. <laughs> we don't need any more. We need more. more. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, Hanji pretty much confirms her uh, her crush on uh, on Sadis because she very quickly says, "What, Lex?" Um. She yells it. What did she say? It's very short. She says, "Shut it! Shut up! Shut up!" Yes, she says. Uh, she says, "Shut up." Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, Lex. Yeah. She says, "Shut up," in a very way of like, "Don't push that button." He's like, yeah. "Hey." Yeah. Snap. Snaps up. Snaps up. Get that like, out of the way. I know I was wrong. Okay. I have a new crush. His name's yeah. Grisha. I know he's not around anymore, but, but he sounds like a great guy. I'll be dreaming about him. Yeah. Can you imagine if Hanji all of a sudden she goes and she's there and so, so Aaron, please tell me about, tell me more about your father. Yeah. Tell me more. About, and he's like, well, he was like, he like, he keeps well, thinking that it's like for like the good of humanity. He was a great man. He's know, like, can, can you tell me how tall he was? He loved his or father. I mean, what, he, what color were his eyes? He yeah. loved his family. He said he wore glasses, he right? Is. Yeah. What was his he, he, he was a doctor? Did he did he ever operate on Titans? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Hanji is the obsessive type. Head. Need her. Actually, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. If you get obsessed with me like Hanji, I want it. If you get obsessed with me like Sasha's obsessed with food, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get you get you someone that looks at you the way that Sasha looks at me. The way that Hanji looks at Titans. Yeah. That's the goal. The way that Irwin looks at Levi. <laughs> the way that Irwin looks at the seller. But let's talk about that now with Levi and, and Irvin here. That Levi looks at, at cleaning Beep products. Beep. Levi cares about Irvin. Of course. They're in love. They're in love, clearly, just from this scene here. He's in, he's so in love that he's willing to go ahead and break Irvin's legs in a nice way. That's such a dude bromance, In a though. way where... 
it's okay. You'll still heal up You'll fine. You'll still heal up. You just won't. You'll be just able be safe. You won't be allowed to go out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Such it'll just it'll up. just be annoying. Levi, yeah, he's he. Levi's annoying. Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dude, bro. Love. Little runt. Uh, no. Well, anyways, Levi brings up some good points. So I will say though, he's just talking about how it's like, look, dude, like, look at the shape you're in. I understand you want to go out there. I understand, you know, this is a mission where you want to go and see it to the end. But he pretty much states it like, look. You're dead weight, right? Just sit back, wait for the good news, right? And then uh, he even kind of gives a little alibi. He's like, look, we'll just say that we argued until you gave in. I like how he even kind of gives a little disclaimer, which I will. Mm -hmm. So just make it easier on the both of us. Which I right? will. But no, Irvin, he's, again, he thinks about his father. He's like, no, just use me as bait. Chain of command come in, uh, continues. Uh, if I'm gone, Hanji, then if Hanji, then the next, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about how it's like, look, this will be the most important mission for humanity, right? He says, that's why I've gone to such lengths. We know what Irvin has done. Irvin has gone through so much. Literally, he has risked his life multiple times. Mm -hmm. Just get this point. Whether it be literally on trial, whether want to go and hang the guy, or whether he is literally charging towards the armored titan with mm -hmm. a horde of pure titans chasing yeah. him. The guy loses his arm, you know? And he's like, still like, mm. What is going to stop Irvin to this point? Nothing. So I get it why Levi is trying to use his more kind of like interrogating skills, you know, and stuff. We obviously, we're aware that Hanji is the scary interrogator, right? Levi will just go ahead and kind of like warn you, like, look, this is what's going to happen. Give me what I want to know now. Tell me some answers, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh... Irvin again he's endured through so much he's gone through so much and uh, and he's saying like, look without me leading you guys you're less likely to succeed which is true yeah. it's so true he's Levi is thinking, facts. and I think that Levi is not necessarily thinking about the entire details of this plan and going back and he says look just sit back wait for the good news if Irvin is there sitting back there isn't gonna be good news yeah they're going to get stuck. They're going to get trapped. Mm -hmm. Irvin is the one that tells them this is what needs to happen. He needs to go ahead and, and let people go on a suicide run, including himself again, right? He needs Levi to go ahead and, and, and take out the Titans. Let us be the bait. As he even says here, look, just do what you need to do. Use me as bait, right? Literally, they are pretty much foreshadowing exactly foreshadowing how it's going to happen. Exactly, mm -hmm. right? And it's just one of those things where if Irvin is not involved over in this plan, things aren't happening. It doesn't work. Right? Like, certain characters aren't finding that potential. Irvin is the one who delegates Armin as a squad leader. Yeah. Armin is like, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, hold on. And Irvin is like, look, tell your squad what needs to be done. And it's kind of just like trial and error. Throw you in the fire. Here you go. I know that you're capable of doing it. We've seen it. Now do it. Yeah. Right? And that's it's what just, It's just do or die time. It's sink or swim. That's all yeah, it is. That's what it is, right? So if Irvin isn't there and Hanji's calling the shots, is Hanji going to go ahead and be able to think rationally, think logically on everything around her, right? What's Does in she front have of her? the ability to absorb the entirety of the situation? Is she going to be able to... die? dissect a solution that solves each single problem that she has in one way or another. Yeah, I mean, is Hanji going to go ahead and, and take the steps to uh, to sacrifice herself in this moment, 
right? Mm-hmm. We know that she is capable of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, right, is she going to be able to make that call? I, I don't think, think so. For her, again, she's capable of it, but she's not going to act not in a timely moment. manner. Yeah. Yeah. Right? She can't do it in that split decision yes. in this moment. She doesn't have as much composure at this point as she does later on in the story. Yeah. You know, we love Hanji, but this is a different Hanji in this part of the story than we mm-hmm. see Hanji later on. Mm-hmm. Now, is she going to get overwhelmed in moments? I don't know. Again, people either sink or swim, you know? But I just can't help but think, without Irvin going on this mission, sorry, Levi, right? But right. there isn't going to be good news. Sorry. But Levi is still adamant. You know, Levi, he talks about how, like, look, it's true. The operation might fail without you. But look, if you bite the dust out there, we're really really screwed, right? Yeah. He says, just stay safe at your desk. Keep using that head of yours. That's the last thing the Titans would want. The best weapon that humanity has gotten. Again, kind of when we talked about how it's like, look, Irvin and his decision making is the best thing for humanity. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Levi's got a point there. Right? Talking about how Levi's making some good points. But there's also holes in each argument. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? There's no way to go ahead and find a little happy medium here. Yeah. Because again, if Irvin goes and stays over at his desk, the mission will not be su- uh, successful. Yeah. If, if Irvin goes, goes on the mission, dies, he's going to die. That's just what it is. It won't yeah. be successful. Like, that's just so, what it is, you know? So just choose the lesser two evils. But what I love is knowing knowing all of this, our man holds strong. Not for humanity, not for the plan, but for his own little selfish own desire. Yeah. And I I remember seeing that for the first time and being like this little bitch, <laughs> this son of a bitch, after all this talk about the plan, he's like, nothing is worth more than this seller to me. Yeah, not even humanity. Like, he's willing to risk humanity. So that I remember, I remember that interaction of the being that it's being there is that important more than your legs yes yeah and then more than humanity's victory and i was like ain't no way and this man just goes yes 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 oh uh, my you know god josh mentioned very selfish of him yeah it is very selfish it is. but again for him he's not just doing this for himself he's doing this for his father as well because he knows yeah. his father avenge him is uh, probably incredible guilt yeah and the thing is, like... But he fails. <laughs> yeah, but he is, fails. You, you can't that even guilt. be mad at him because of how selfless he normally is. Yeah. I feel like Levi he's okay. has that. It's okay if he's selfish every so often, right? This is, like, the only time we've really seen him be selfish. Because yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't consider him withholding his planned selfishness. I think it's just... It's just a good leader. smart strategy. But the fact that even Levi kind of realizes it and he's like... Okay. Hmm. This is it. Yeah, he realizes, man. Yeah, you know what? I can't. I can't sway. Do you think Levi knows about his dad, about Erwin's dad? 
I don't know. I feel like that's something that Irvin doesn't I openly like, talk yeah. about. I, I don't know why I feel like an OVA. There's an OVA that would explain if Levi knows or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Possibly. But I feel like Levi and Irvin are really close. I feel like if anyone's going to know, it would be Levi. And maybe Levi is kind of realizing that and being like, there's no hope in stopping him. So mm-hmm. let it ride out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Josh yeah. has some good points about uh, Hanji. Talking about how she regrets being the commander afterwards, but she was dealt a, a good hand. She wasn't yeah. dealt a good hand, considering that they were at war with Marley and Aaron going rogue. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but to your point, uh, Zach, uh, Josh says, now nah, I think Levi just realized this when they talked at the end. And then Levi made the choice for him. Yeah, that could be it too. I, I do like to overanalyze with this show because... <laughs> It's easy to. <laughs> it's all needed. Yeah, it is easy but, too. Okay. That could have been a simple conversation, but I feel like Levi part of me wants to feel like Levi knows about knows about it. And it's just kind of like I can't stop him. Yeah. I mean at this point, I mean it's like Yeah, there is no stopping him. And does Levi does Levi really want to be the guy that goes and breaks the commander's legs? Just so he can't go on you a know? mission? Like, yeah, because Irvin's going to keep... How is he going to explain that? He's going to keep wanting to fight for it. How is he going to explain that, you know? I mean, who's going to argue it, though? Who's going to go out there and pick a fight with a guy who just broke the commander's legs, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, true. But, I don't know. Never but, back down, never what? Never give up. Never give up. Never, never back, back down, down never, never what? Never, never give, give up. Gotta love social media. If you're on TikTok. <laughs> I have to text all of my TikToks to him. Nah, I do. If you start doing that, then there's a good chance that from here on out, I'm just not gonna look at any of your TikToks. That's why yeah, I've been very even when, with even it. when yeah. I send you one, if you send me one, I'll it go takes out you like a week to look at yeah. it. I send like, you, I send you the occasional TikTok or yeah. like song. There's one where it's like you would go ahead and send some stuff over on Instagram, and then all of a sudden I'll go on the Instagram and check, and I'm like, oh, Zach sent this seven weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, let's cool. see what it is. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Then you'll bring it up, too, and I'll be like, huh? Yeah, you're like, this isn't relevant anymore, dude. I'm like, what are you talking about? Then he shows it to me, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that was yeah. like two months ago. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, guys, so, uh, what comes next? Bring we're going to the walls. Yeah. That's road trip. Doing. Well, first, first we have a little a little meal. We party. We have a little party. We have a little party first. Futurama party. And all of a sudden they go ahead and have an all-nighter this and that and stuff and all and at the end uh they give the uh uh award. I can't remember what it was again. The, the this extravagant award to Bender. Human Bender. Yeah. Human o- obese Bender. And he goes, Ooh. "Bender, here." Because you have lived life in such a short time span, you know more than us, so here is your award. Woo! And then they go ahead. Two now. And he doesn't uh doesn't respond after uh Bender, care to uh, say a few words? And Fry goes, He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. And the the professor or the other professor goes, When did he die? He just he said just woo. Said woo. <laughs> and then uh the professor goes Approximately the moment after we, uh, like, approximately the moment after we started the party, 
And then uh, the woo was literally just air escaping. The woo escaping. was just air escaping his flaps. See? Just pushes up against him. Woo! And so they go ahead. Woo! And they roll him around out of the room. Woo! 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 It is just air escaping his flaps. Oh, bender, bender, bender. On season two. Bender, bender, bender. So when you get to the scene, you're going to be like, mm. Yes. Woo! Woo! <laughs> when did I he die? AJ, you like all the Aaron and Flock TikToks on my Insta story. That wasn't me. I think that was Zach. That was probably Zach. Huh? <laughs> okay. we, we all shared the Attack the Talk Instagram, so. No, no, I think it might have been me. Oh. Dude, you can't expose me, bro. It's supposed to be social media free. Closeted Jaegerist here. Hello. Closeted Jaegerist. <laughs> All right. Stay in that closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Jaegerist. I have, a, I have a video for you. I'm sorry. I don't know why when you said party, that's what I thought of. This is meanwhile the whole... I gotta read it though. Basically Luffy. It's a One Piece meme. How do I restart it? Swipe down, swipe up. Oh my God! What was that? I don't even know what that was. The next, <laughs> the next uh, I just go ahead and swipe down. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's from that's from um. We gotta leave, Luffy. The, the Marines are coming. Meanwhile, the whole island. This is all. <laughs> Luffy's up there just partying, just having a good time. Do you know what? Do you know what scene I always think of? Look I think of the Sky PA scene when they're with the little wolves. Ugh, Sky PA. And that was, that was my little tangent. I'm good now. Good stuff, guys. Yeah, it was a good episode. We'll go ahead and we're. Um, Bye. We got. We got. We got to talk to Nate. We got to talk to Nate uh, oh, about uh, trying, you, Nate. trying to get uh, that scene. I do want to. We can talk to him. We can yeah. give him a call. We need to go ahead and try to get that scene. And, and even we need. Not clarity. We need clarity on how to play the scene. Or beep, what to do. Beep, boop. Tell us what to do and then we'll do it. Fly him out here and have him do a, <laughs> have him do a, a lesson for you. You be our producer. Yes. Yeah. Zach, I right. told you. I told you, Jacob. Wait, how far are you though? Check please. <laughs> Here's your Check please. Yeah. <laughs> how far are you though? Hawks is badass, but Hawks oh, also oh my did. I feel like I'm an irredeemable thing. I feel like I'm a character who is just in so much pain. And we're back. <laughs> so much pain. I disappeared. Hawks, why yeah. did you do it? You're being silenced. And we're back. <laughs> I watched Interstellar last night. It was so good. You watched what? Interstellar, one of the greatest movies ever made. Hawks is in that? No. <laughs> I just. Like Interstellar. Cinema Day, I love it. Happy Cinema Day. Happy Cinema Day. Woo! $4 movie. All right, guys, that's all we got for you in this episode. We're going to go ahead and give uh, some shout outs. Uh, make sure you guys go ahead and follow us over on Instagram to get all of your updates. Uh, we stream live every uh, Sundays on Twitch. Uh, we've been going with 5 p.m. And if there's any updates, again, um, that'll all be on Instagram. Um, Linktree is also available over on our profile page. Um, Make sure you guys go ahead and uh, follow us over on our, our platforms. We'd appreciate that so much, guys. Uh, there's some good links there for you guys. We're going to talk about those links very, very shortly. Uh, first, huge shout out to our editor, Nate Plays Bad. Nate, 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 Nate is the greatest. Nate the great. Nate the great. Yeah, Nate, you're awesome, dude. Um, Nathaniel. 
Thank you so much uh, for all uh, all the hard work, man, and everything you do. I know that last week uh, we uh, streamed on a Wednesday, but Nate still had the episode ready on a Friday. So yeah. let's give it up, Nate. Thank you, Nate. You are amazing with all that you do. Thank you. Yeah, okay, Nate, Luffy. you're awesome. Hey. 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 Luffy, come on, we gotta go. Hey. The Marines are joining the party. Let's go. Give me meat. Give me meat. <laughs> Meanwhile, Zoro, sake, 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 sake. Meanwhile, uh, Sanji's like, oh, girls, 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 girls. Meanwhile, Nami's like, money, money, money. And then money. everyone, everybody else around Chopper, raccoon, raccoon, raccoon. And Usopp, Usopp's going, Usopp, 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 Usopp. And then all you hear is, so yeah, I say, there's a super. And, and then, what do you get from Robin? Nothing. Robin, Robin doesn't do that. No, you get you get you get the sound of a single page turning. Yes. And then you get fucking Brooks. Brooks is just rocking out. Body bro. surfing, rocking yeah, he's, out. He's rocking out. Right, Lex. <laughs> You're right. I just, I just check out one of you guys. Check out one piece. I'm just, I'm just gonna stay here until they're ready to close. Yeah. One day, one day we're gonna break her, and she's gonna be well, like, Lexi, were you planning on watching watch the live it. action? All right. Uh, if you force me to. Force. It's a word I don't like. I, it's a word I don't like being <laughs> associated. <laughs> if you're gonna force me to do it, <laughs> then yeah, I guess I have it. no choice. <sighs> yeah, Josh says you and me both. Yeah, whenever you guys talk about One Piece, me and Josh are, we, are just back here. Just are we? Are we? Are we? Are we, are we, are we watching it? <laughs> yeah, duh, I'm watching it yes! with or without you. <laughs> I know, Lexi. We can go ahead and put his counter out on that, unless unless Lexi is, happens to be here. Yes, uh, then I think you will watch it, right? I can't wait to be a heroic chicken. If you, you force you, me to. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't even watch it, even if you're like, oh, I'm here, might as well go in and give it a shot and see what it is. No, I'll just be laying with Toby in the background. Yeah. Toby, yeah. Toby, I think Toby said he wanted to watch it. Yeah. I was no. like, hey, Toby, I live told, action One Piece. Toby goes, bop, bop. I told, I told AJ, that's going to end up being an anime dog. He's going to be standing up on Bro, that. Bro, he's already thing. Irvin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marissa was saying that we should dress him up as a pirate so that he can have a peg leg. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, for Halloween. It. Just to give people context here, we uh, our, our puppy has we have three a tripod. legs. Tripod. Yeah, we have a three-legged yeah, His dog. name's Toby. Yeah, I yeah. told AJ because he's going to be watching anime Toby. with him. He's going to be up on his hind leg and just spinning around, like, doing little jump kicks. Have you seen the cat video of cats, like, doing... Yeah, shit? the way that they do. I wouldn't be surprised. Toby. The energy that he has. Oh, my gosh. No, oh, my wa. Motion. We have to, like, calm him down. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Like, dude, you still have stitches. <laughs> yeah, for real. Calm down. Let's put on anime. He'll sit there and watch it. That's what I'm saying, bro. He's he gonna would do too. it. No, he literally would just go ahead. If you're laying down and he, you're, you he's right you there with you, he's just gonna go ahead. Alchemist Brotherhood for him. And nah, I think he'll be mad at that. Big brother. No, yeah, no, man. I'll be, be mad like, at that. What do humans do? Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, he'd look at you and be like, <gasps> Yeah, huh? yeah. Am I combining with Lexi? It's one of the Have moments you where you ever see do? dogs where they call it, all of a sudden they just go like. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the video? Or the dogs that side eye. They have a puppy in a pot with like an onion and some carrots. And then, uh, like what? Just gonna, the start of that sentence. They're gonna, they're gonna put a puppy in a pot, right? Like they have the puppy in his hand, and then the parent dog puts his paw on the human's hand, moves out of the way, and steps into the pot. And it has the Hunter Hunter song, the. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen it. Just that look, that look of like. There it is. Hey! Yeah! 
Foxy hey, chopped her phone. Hey, hey, Whoa, hey, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Love it. Luffy, we gotta go. The Marines are here. Yeah, <laughs> you're on such a good one, Lex. Literally, you were like before last week. You were like solid, like month of not dropping a phone, and all of a sudden it happened. Yes, no, last happened week once. Yeah, on and then Wednesday. then it happened. Uh, it oh yeah, now. Wednesday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Week flew by. Wednesday. We just talked about it. Yeah. So you have I say he's chan he's chanting out his favorite character. He says Manetta, 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 Danky, Danky. It's actually Mini TA. Mini TA. Mini TA. Mini Tom. Yeah. Like that Utah, like a, but Minita? I want to say Minita sounds like a Pokemon. Minita. Minita. Minita, I abuse you. Minnesota. <laughs> guys, let's get out of here. <laughs> All right, guys, real Rain quick. Shutting down slowly but surely. Some merch opportunities, guys. Make sure you go ahead and check out Collector Sesh over on Instagram. Instagram collector Instagram. underscore Sesh. Check it out, guys. Uh, they're awesome people. Also, in a link tree, we have um, Fandomian link. Take us to the online store. Lexi has a huge way to help out. Uh, just in case you guys are interested in any sort of apparel, anime related or not. And that is over Thank at Fandomian. Josh. Josh says promo code. And that promo code is promo code Lex. Mm -hmm. L-E-X. That's what it is. If you guys see something you like, use that promo code. It's as and simple I as that. We'll grant you guys 10% 10 10 off of your entire purchase. Off of your purchase order. It's good stuff. And help yeah. me out too. So please, please, yeah, please use it, please. Lex Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Heist is still chanting. <laughs> yeah, he's still chanting in the background. <laughs> we love it. Um, yeah, guys, go ahead and check out uh, uh, Fandomian. If you, see, if you see something you like, use that promo code. Shout out to our friends, guys. You guys are awesome out there. Uh, the support you guys give us is incredible. We had some, uh, yeah, our friends join us again, guys. It's awesome. We love the podcast when our friends join us. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you, you guys, guys are all incredible We love you guys so much Just for the continuous support It's literally incredible I don't know how else to explain it I just uh, When I think about Incredible. it Incredible When I think about it It blows my mind Because I'm like Man You know what We created an awesome community of friends And uh, And it's all because of me Power of friendship this oh, what? <laughs> From creating this podcast I am here. It's actually all because of Nate. Do you know this guy? Oh, yeah, Nate for sure, yeah. Do you know this guy? Do you? No, not really. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who invited him. I don't know who invited him either. Do you want to dip? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's, just, let's just head up. Bye, guys. <laughs> that would have been actually pretty cool if you guys literally just walked out and just walked like, out, all right. It's actually just you. And I'm just like closing on, like, okay, guys, so what we're doing here, guys, is, uh, and then I'm just going for another hour. Yeah, you just keep going. <laughs> me and Zach are just out there, like, I just, all you hear is the door opening, me like looking and be like, you see me and Zach in chat. Yeah. Like, this bro's still, still going. going. Still going. Dude, it's the next morning. I know. Yeah. Spirally. Uh, AJ couldn't pull an all-nighter. No. Too old. Too old. Future AJ told him to do this. I would be able to do it. I pulled an all-nighter on Friday. You're crazy. Is it Friday or is it? I think it was Saturday. That was last night? Yeah. Last night you pulled an all-nighter? You know, that's why. Well, no. Technically... I did get a little power nap in because I was up till 1.30. Okay. Right? I was I was playing One Piece Pirate Warriors. Mm-hmm. And then I fell, so I was like, okay, that's enough for tonight. And I decided to go ahead and close my eyes. Mm-hmm. And then 2.30. Okay. Toby was crying out in the front. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead and I got Toby. Okay. Brought him into my room. 
and then I'm like, damn it, I'm not tired anymore. One Piece sounds fun right now, so I went ahead and I put the game back on yeah, and started, started playing, playing again. again. And, uh, yeah. And You're you welcome. Till what time? Honestly, I want to say it's close to like 7. You played till 7 a.m.? Yeah, I had to go ahead and get characters. Honestly, I can't really Toby talk shit. Toby was probably there like, bro! When you, okay, when you are close to getting a character like Buggy, you do whatever you can to go ahead and That's get true. You, That's so true. You have to go ahead and unlock, in treasure log, you have to unlock chests. And yeah. you have no idea how often they do not put chests over in there, so I have to go through all these missions. Where's the chest? Where's the chest? Where's the chest? Anyways. Good stuff, guys. You're welcome. If I hadn't so, somehow gotten you into one piece that's why you've been a little unhinged dude i yep. fell asleep i fell asleep at 5 a.m damn yeah, bro until 5 a.m that's wild i fell asleep at 1 a.m last night and woke up at 1 p.m today and i'm still tired i i'm not gonna lie i fell asleep at six in the morning and then i woke up at three when i responded to you wow <laughs> i was watching interstellar all night oh my god i love that movie so much just I on repeat or what I yeah, watched it w technically 1.5 times because uh, I watched half of it and then guests came over and they're like, well, we want to watch it. So I started guests came over that late. Well, we got distracted and then I finished uh, it later. I gotcha. I finished it later. Interesting. Also the first part twice. Yeah. So I would not be able to pull an on-lighter tonight. I woke up to, to mom's call. You're like, why didn't you call me? I texted you to call me when you're, when you're available. And I was like... This call woke me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, good morning. Great stuff. Here I we go. all have such terrible sleep schedules. It's great. Yeah. And I have class tomorrow at 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. As Lexi said, guys, the Q&A is on Fridays. Poll questions on Saturdays. We look forward to you guys' feedback and your I results. I didn't say that, didn't I? Shout out to the loyal listeners. Shout out to the day ones. Shout out to the Attack to Talk Levi squad. We love you guys so much. We appreciate you guys for everything that you guys uh, do for us. And that is whenever you guys give us your time. Yeah. Really what it is. Thank you. You guys are taking time out of your guys' day, out of your guys' busy life to go ahead and join us. You good? Yeah. <laughs> I just know that she can hear, but. I think uh, Zach's got the sniffles. You want to mute him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can. You can totally just. I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, guys, you guys are incredible. We love you guys so much. Uh, we hope to see you guys back with us next weekend, um, Sunday. And uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get to some good stuff. Like I said, uh, next week might be the episode. It might be the yeah, week. It might be. Wow. Incredible. Thank love you guys so much for all the love. You guys are incredible. Excited. You guys have a great uh, rest of your week. Thank you. Appreciate um, you. Stay safe out there, guys. Like I said, chase your guys' dreams. Right? That's yeah. what it is. Or they chase you. Like Shia LaBeouf said, don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. I was like, he's going to be Nike. Yeah. Sponsored by Nike. I, I wish. fucking wish. <laughs> I fucking wish. Yeah. You guys are cool guys. Riding guys off are, the wall, Vans. You guys, you know, it, just... You guys bring such an awesome, loving presence here. I know that you guys go and sp spread that love and positivity out there. But just in case you guys don't, I mean, just keep doing our part. A lot of crazy shit happening out there, guys. Mm -hmm. um, just be around people that, you know, that love you and you love them. And there's a lot of people out there who are uh, like Grishas and Aaron's and like to manipulate and all that. And uh, yeah, just keep being you. Keep finding your passions and chasing them. 
when you come across an Aaron and you come across a, Gris- a Grisha, punch him in the nose. Get them out of your way. You don't have no time for genocide. No time for any of that. No time. Don't take this did out of context. You, did no you time at him? all. Did you invite him? Well, you do have time for, though. I don't know who he is. Was he here when you showed up, too? You have time for Attack the Talk, and that's what I'm so thankful for. He's in the invites. It's great stuff, guys. Are we about to get domered? <laughs> he can't get us both. Nah. I'll trip you on the way out. I was gonna say. It. I was gonna say. It. I'm assuming I'm the sacrificial lamb. Okay, cool. Gonna say that the Gatorade. Did, the Gatorade didn't work. It wasn't strong enough. It's a good thing I didn't get anything. Next time. This fucking bottle might be strong enough. Come at me, dumb. <laughs> no, you're supposed to be asleep right now. Yeah, uh, there was something in that Gatorade. <laughs> Just instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Just. We not. were supposed to explode. <laughs> How bad would that be if all of a sudden, like Zach mid pod, like, now just feel like. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun talking to you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd, I'd be there, so confused. I'd be like, what are you doing? There will come a day where I'm just like... <laughs> We're going to think... Oh, oh it happened. Poison. It's happened plenty of it times. I remember before. when we weren't doing the, the video pod. We were doing audio and stuff. Yeah, and you had oh your, your schedule of just constantly I, working and I working would, and working and working. And you would show up here. This would be Zach. I'd be, we'd be reading through the episode. And I would look over. Zach would be like... Yeah. And then he would wake up from his mic... <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd either, I'd either tap the <laughs> mic, or AJ would like give me like a one of them would give me like a foot tap, and I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah. yeah. And then, because I think that's even before we started doing like actual lines, like it was just like you were just like reading it, and we were just no, there. We were like, always doing lines. We were always doing characters. I feel like it's before we really started like. Like serious. actually, Taking, yeah, like seriously putting in the voices when we know? were just audio just, sitting around on the floor. I, w- I would just be, I'd just be like. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Terrible Good stuff, time. guys. Don't ever be like that again, Zach. Please, I don't want Zombie Zach again. No. <laughs> zombie Zach was a movie, dude. That was a whole fucking trip. You guys just get Zombie Lex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. You guys are great. We love you guys so much. As just saying, uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Go ahead, Lex. All right, guys. A lost man can find his sauce and no longer be lost, but the same man can be lost in the sauce. Don't get too much dip in your chip. Have a great week. Don't be a sucker and a wolf for the lollipops. Bye! Bye, guys.